My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 94 today. We're in the midst of WrestleMania season. No idea what we're just about to watch. Dan, you've picked this, is that correct? I have picked this WrestleMania, and I've kept it to myself, and it's a surprise from the moment we press play for Exactly, you, exactly. So, a surprise for everybody listening, and surprise for me as well. So, Dan, after all this wait, what WrestleMania are we going to watch? WrestleMania 20. Yeah. One. Oh, WrestleMania 21. The WrestleMania, I've chosen it because I think it it is a major turning point in WWE. You know, from this WrestleMania onwards, the whole WWE picture changes. Yeah. Now, I, I think you're right with that, you know. I mean, we're looking back now. What is this, 12 years ago now? 2005, yeah. April the 5th, 2005 at uh, the Staples Centre, L.A., yeah, in, in like I say, uh, WrestleMania goes Hollywood in this one. And and you, you're right indeed, because in the main events we've got tonight, we have Batista trying to win the World Heavyweight title, the first time for going for it, against Triple H. And in the other big main event as well, we've John Cena going to go for the WWE title against JBL as well. And like you say, these two guys, from the class of 2002 as it was as well, the way they kind of dominated wrestling for the next 10 years, and we're kind of saying goodbye to the last generation of wrestlers as well. Yeah, no. and, you know, amongst some not-so-great matches, you know, i.e. a sumo match, you've got the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, oh, yeah, fucking hell. And you've hell. got Legend versus Legend Killer. <laughs> I mean, a young upstart, third-generation wrestler, and, you know, he's going against the legend. Well, I doubt, you know, the Undertaker's uh, streak could have been ended by legend kill it still might we don't know if it happens yeah and interesting about wrestlemania 21 along with 22 as well is they're held in say small arenas you know eighteen thousand well, people the attendance for wrestlemania 21 was twenty thousand one hundred ninety three. yeah and the decision was made uh basically after this wrestlemania that from now on wrestlemania needs to be held in stadiums which we've had Ever since that event, yeah. we talk about WrestleMania 24. From WrestleMania 23 onwards now, we've only had stadiums. Oh, well, you know, 23 was in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. That was over 80,000. Yeah. And it, WrestleMania 21, like I say, is interesting WrestleMania. It has definitely got WrestleMania feels. We hear Lillian Garcia singing America the Beautiful. Uh, and we, we start off Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to better their Halloween Havoc 97 match that they had. But, you know, a little bit of trouble during it. I mean, we'll talk. And we see the trailers that were leading up to WrestleMania 21 as well. Hello. My name is Eugene. Check out the big brain on you. Now I've heard the stories. I have just one more question, Colonel. Do I feel lucky? Uh, Talking to me? I'm seven feet tall. Uh, And I defeat superstars by the hundreds. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. How about sadomasochistic activity? 
Excitement, I kind of lost track myself. Come on, man, we're going to WrestleMania. Woo, yeah! WrestleMania. 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 I'll see you at WrestleMania. Talking to me? And obviously, the theme to this is WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Yeah. And, what? you know, amongst the celebrities in the audience, you had Stallone, Electra, and Adam Sandler. Yeah, I mean, you, you had all the stars out. But what of these trailers that you saw, which was your favourite uh, movie trailer from the WWE? I don't know. I did quite like the Eugene one, because, you know, <laughs> he was certainly a Forrest Gump, but Undertaker in a wig, and Booker T <laughs> doing, you know, the uh, yeah. Pulp Fiction shit. Yeah, I mean, you can't really... And even the uh, Christy Hemmicker angle, you know, the... Um, yeah. I'll have what she's having. Snitsky. This is the thing. We look at the roster, and it's weird to think. Anybody who's not in, wasn't around in 2005 or just got into wrestling, you're going to see half and half. Half of the guys that have become legends and have become uh, staples in WWE, and you're going to see the other half that never became anything. And that is a state of the WrestleManias, I would feel, throughout the 20s. But I, I you know? think, you know, the majority of them, you know, because not only did it kickstart Batista and Cena... <gasps> Inter. Sorry, sorry. I've just got really excited to interrupt you there. I've just remembered. We've got Michaels versus Angle here, haven't yeah. we? WrestleMania 21. The match that I've been desperate to watch on here. It is a classic by all doubts. I forgot about that. And with Kurt Angle coming back as well this year to watch one of his greatest matches. So interrupt, Dan. I just got really excited about it. I just remember, I love that match. Well, I chose the mania. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. For every Shawn Michaels, Angle, uh, Guerrero, Mysterio... It would be like a Snitsky, do you know what I mean? Or like throughout the Chris Masters and people at Carlito in this one as well. So this is our first WrestleMania then in the 20s. Yeah. We've watched WrestleMania 3 in its entirety. 3, 9, 17, 21, and then of course 32, and now 33 coming up. Oh, this is Austin here. We see that we're a promo yeah. as well with a gladiator. <laughs> is well deserved. I don't think there's ever been a gladiator to match you. You must be Hector reborn. Or is it Hercules? Why doesn't the hero reveal himself and tell us all your real name? You do have a name. My name is Gladiator. How dare you show your back to me? Slay! You will remove your helmet and tell me your name. Who are you? 
I am the master of the middle finger. Chief ass whooper of sorry sons of bitches. Beer drinker among beer drinkers. Truster of no one. And I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and tonight, I unleash hell! JR and Jerry the King. Yeah, so we're going to have a Raw team, we're going to have the SmackDown now, team of Taz and Michael Cole, so two quite good uh, teams tonight, calling the action. And Eddie Guerrero coming out in his classic low rider. Did you like this side to Eddie? I did, you know. I did like the low rider. I don't want to start off sad moment, but this is Eddie Guerrero's last WrestleMania as well. <laughs> well, you know, Rey Mysterio had got WrestleMania in Eddie Guerrero's <laughs> yeah. memory. Guerrero at this point, yeah, unfortunately November 2005. But that was it with Guerrero. This point, this was was more this about the Dominic this, this came into the Dominic thing, yeah, yeah this... This started off as them as tag team partners. And then, of course, Mysterio having Guerrero's title, they thought he was ready for it again. Uh, the World Heavyweight title even when Batista got injured. Uh, but then, unfortunately, of course, Guerrero went. But, like I say, to start off WrestleMania with uh, with Eddie and Mysterio is going to be in this match. It's a great way to kick off a WrestleMania. You know, and this is before it was all on the network, so you haven't got a long run up to it. You know, you just got the main event. You know, it was just about the main card. And yeah. maybe there was, you know, probably a couple of dark matches beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fans yeah, entertained, yeah, yeah. But, but there was no LXT on a Saturday night or anything like that back then. Like you're saying, no. it was all about these matches. And what was more, you know, what are you more excited about? The Raw side of things or the SmackDown side of things going into this event? I don't know. I did enjoy SmackDown quite a bit. But again, I think Raw was... And yeah, as I, it had been for a majority of the time. Yeah, I mean, we've just come off Evolution, kind of dominated 2004, haven't we, on Raw, with, uh, of course, Triple H as world champion. And now, you know, on, on SmackDown, we, like I say, JBL had been the WWE champion throughout. So it's interesting times, maybe time for a change, but the SmackDown tag team champions are going to have a match in this one. I think this is the match where... If I recall, Mysterio had slight problems with his mask. So we'll have a look at that as it goes oh, along. He kicks a, yeah. He's oh, already man. started it off, you know. <laughs> but I've noticed with Rey Mysterio throughout the majority of his career, he was always adjusting his mask. And you probably notice how like, he's going yeah. already. Oh, fuck's sake. And Guerrero started off with... going to take a lot away from this match, <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not. Eddie took Mysterio down the side headlock. Now he's going to work on the arm. I mean, what type of match between these two friends do you think you're going to see in this one, Dan? Uh, you're going to see a bit of risk-taking, I reckon. You know, it's it's going to be... A really well worked match because both these wrestlers know each other so well. They've, you know, they've grown up together. They've worked a lot together against each other in the ring. So, you know, it is looking to be a really well worked match. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, and it, both these, their the career together as well through ECW, WCW into the WWE, kind of working together. That's why they're such close friends as well. And they had great chemistry in the ring. I think this is a turning point in WWE for its match quality as well. Yeah, no, because yeah. you know, even though you had the hype of brilliant matches beforehand, like you know, big cards, Rock Austin and 
so on and so forth. I don't think the wrestling quality was what you would class as up to today's standards. Yeah, you could argue that the undercard was good, but the main event has never really worked that style. And during this time, the guys that could work on the undercard became main events, like, say, Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero as well. And we see Guerrero there slingshot Mysterio over the top rope. And Eddie Guerrero looking to go outside, but he 619s his way back in the ring and leaving both men to have an opportunity to get their breath. Exactly. Mysterio showing the heart he's got, managing after that big impact move to come back in and try something like that. But And Mysterio Guerrero, very, like we say, similar in the way they work as well. And neither man has got the advantage, but now Guerrero tipping Mysterio to the outside, hangs onto the apron, but Guerrero knocks him down. Oh, he lays his way over the top and a crossbody to Mysterio, knocking him down and... Eddie started to gain a bit of control now. You see that cheeky grin on his face and he knows that he's hurt Mysterio. Now. Most definitely. And it, like we talk about, the great thing about Eddie is that he could work heel, he could work face, and he could do it to the best visibility. So he could be the most hated man in the building or the most loved man in the building. And not many yeah. wrestlers can actually oh, do no, that. Oh, no, you know, know, he pulled that off brilliantly. Yeah. He, he kept the same lie, cheat, and steal mantra, but... You know, he'd done it cheekily and he'd done it dastardly. Yeah, I mean... It worked brilliantly. Yes, just a a non-likable side to him. And then again, you you love him, you know. Uh, Rumble 2005, when Guerrero did get eliminated and they carried on charting his name for the next two or three entrances. You know, this is how popular Eddie was. And they wanted to kind of make him a heel to build up Mysterio because it was a good pairing off. But at this point in time, Eddie, you didn't really know what he was. You know, he played it up, the cockiness of him, but fans still loved him to bits. Oh, and a backdrop there to Mysterio, and Eddie's been in control now. Quite a bit of time in this match. Goes for a cover, but only a two. Two. And like I say, yeah, Guerrero's in control finally. He's taken a little while to wear him down, but now Guerrero's got Mysterio where he wants him. But Mysterio, we know this. You know, one of the most underrated guys, I think, in the WWE. Kind of way he worked as well. Mysterio, you, you made, he made you feel sorry for him. He's one of those yeah. two guys. You've, that, I think you've made this point before, yeah. but, you know, it, it does reiterate it. When he does get beaten up, you do feel bad for him, you know, because he takes it so well. Yeah, and especially with someone like Guerrero dishing out the punishment, and now he's going to go for the, uh, the bow and arrow. But do you think the likes of Sin Cara and Kalisto, them coming in, do you think that kind of pushed Mysterio out the door? I think they were trying to look for a long-term replacement for Mysterio, and unfortunately they couldn't get it. Like, look at the merchandise, even with Mysterio giving the opportunities thanks to Guerrero and people like this. He was the second biggest merchandise seller in John Cena for five-year period, you know that's why he was on the face yeah. of SmackDown for because all the kids loved him. And like you say, with Sin Cara, they tried it, failed. With Kalisto, they've kind of given up on him now as well. And it's like there is an opportunity for masked men in wrestling. We've seen it on Two Hundred Five most recently, you know. Linsterado, Grand Metalik, and and the guys that is Three Eleven Boy, <coughs> who's got a different style to him as well. You don't want a Mysterio replica. You want another guy to merchandise, but be liked in his own right. Mysterio's managed to get some separation between the two. Got Eddie out of the ring. Baseball slide sends Eddie down to the mat. Is Mysterio going to go flying this time? Oh, it looks that way. He's going to go flying over the top. Oh, oh that's a nice corkscrew leap over the top. Beautiful. Takes Guerrero down. And he was trying, like I say, Eddie's trying to get his breath back there. Mysterio caught him off guard. And that mask really is playing Mysterio up. You see, he took it off there for the flying. See the red carpet rolled out. Well, is that almost as annoying as Enzo only going for a tag in his match? <laughs> yeah. uh, I know you say it with Jim Duggan at WrestleMania 5 or something like that. He had a bogey in his nose. And he had it for about three minutes. I was just like, for fuck's sake. Can no one shout to him like, you've got a bogey there. Get rid of it. 
So they get him in a wrestling say, yeah, man. Yeah. You know? It's like when wrestlers got like a, a like a weird bit of tape on him, or do you know what I mean? Something like that. Someone had a tissue on his back <laughs> the other day for fucking <laughs> ten minutes, and I thought, what? As Steve Ray booked it, I thought, book it. Well, take the fucking thing off your brother. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's unrelated. <laughs> and Eddie Guerrero now, look, Three Amigos. Is it oh, but Mysterio? Mysterio turns out the second attempt and goes for a roll-up, but only gets a two. Two. Guerrero's not going to be caught that easy, is he? Now he's trying to get hold of Mysterio. Oh, that's a devastating-looking backbreaker, and Guerrero going for the cover. Ah, again, only get the two. Two. When, you know, we cannot confirm nor deny that Eddie Guerrero may or may not have been taking any illegal substances. Yeah. But he does look fucking ripped. This is the thing, isn't it? Him, and I think even Mysterio, because we've gone back and looked at him on Nitro in 97 to now, you can't say that they weren't, they haven't bulked up. Whether it would be through other means or not, but they have definitely gone three times the size. And you talk about three times, Dan. Oh. Again, Guerrero hitting two of his... Three amigos and Mysterio managing to block it and somehow turns it round into a head scissors, takes him down for a 619. Oh, but Guerrero had it scouted and managed to dodge out of the way. Can he catch Mysterio now? Oh, tilt a well backbreaker and that's the second, you know, that's the second lot of impact on Mysterio's back and he only gets a two. Two, but that was the closest that Guerrero's come so far to putting Mysterio down. Oh, and Guerrero, he's persistent with that, isn't he? you got to say that. <laughs> well, you know, he's not managed to hit all three amigos successfully and he wants to... Do it now, and he has. Yeah, and he's not leaving it like that. It looks like he's going to go up for the frog splash. Well, that's how Eddie's finished many opponents. All the fans with their cameras out. Oh, Mysterio sitting up at the last second. <laughs> that was literally last second, wasn't it? Yeah. Brilliantly timed. Mysterio's got a busted open mouth, and there's, uh, I think he might have internal bleeding. It looks that way. I mean, there's blood on the mask as well, and that's going to make it difficult for Mysterio to breathe. Could get in the lower back as well. And of course, a mask, it might be restricting... Ch- the mask might be restricting trying to get oxygen to the brain as Mysterio. It's not going to stop Mysterio, though. Rolls up Eddie. Oh, Guerrero's caught him. Oh, but Guerrero managed to reverse it, but Mysterio just managing to kick out. Ah. And Eddie now might be getting a little bit frustrated, but you know how difficult it is to put Mysterio down. You can't take your eye off Ray for a second, can you? No, and double to the chest. Follows up with a kick to the chest. Oh, and Mysterio kind of rolls up Guerrero. Guerrero catches him, and he rolls back off him. Track toe hold into a 619 attempt. Is Mysterio going to hit it? Yeah, he does. He does. Sends Guerrero flying across the ring. Now he's going to dial it up, is he? Eddie Guerrero's kind of flown over to the other side of the ring, though. He might be out of position, but Mysterio's still going to go for it. Oh, but Guerrero hits him with a powerbomb. Oh. And he had his legs up round by his ears. Uh, Could have managed to get the free count, though. And Guerrero thinking, now, what is it going to take to get Mysterio down? But fair play to Eddie Guerrero managing to uh, take that 619 and still managed to block the West Coast pop. Indeed, yeah. And the fans are loving what they see, you know. They've, they've seen an exhibition here and it's only the first match. Oh, my God. Mysterio catches Eddie with the back elbow. <laughs> oh. oh! But head scissors rolls him up and catches Guerrero off guard, maybe, <laughs> for the free. Guerrero went for the corkscrew backbreak. And like you say, Mysterio managed to catch him in the pin. And Guerrero can't believe it. He's, he can't be happy about that one. Mysterio no. basically stealing a victory from Eddie. Yeah. You know, he stole one off the man who lies, cheats and steals. But if we was doing predictions on this match, I probably would have backed Eddie Guerrero as well. Yeah, I would have backed Eddie. I mean, and we look back on the match, Eddie was in complete control of yeah. this. You know, Mysterio only get a couple of offensive moves in. 
Like if they surprised him with a victory. Oh, Mysterio the left the ring, but he's come back, and Eddie's left frustrated, obviously by his loss. But I think Mysterio just wants to reconciliate with his tag team partner. Well, he's known as Latino Heat, but he's keeping it cool at the moment. He, like you say, shaking Mysterio's hand, and they've still got to defend those tag team titles at later dates as well. So. Yeah. They are the team. Mysterio low pins Guerrero and has his number. I mean, what do you think of that match? I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. You know, really well worked match. They didn't miss a beat. Didn't. I well, wasn't too happy with the ending, but I think an ending that saved both of their faces. Yeah, I, I think for me, uh, it's the, the problem going into the match. Uh, when you know, talk about past experience going into this WrestleMania, you talk about Halloween Havoc nights between these two. I was expecting a classic. It was a good match. But I don't think it was a classic. As we move on, we see backstage and JBL with his cabinet. Is that right? Uh, that's his cabinet, yeah. You've got the Basham brothers and Orlando Jordan there, who is United States champion. And they bump in uh, JBL, who is the WWE champion, bumps into the heavyweight champion and the Nate. Yeah, and what a horrible match that would have been at WrestleMania. JBL versus Triple H. God, that would have been awful. Yeah, Triple H at this time has got his Harley Race sideburns. We saw at WrestleMania 3 last week. Yeah. And the Nature Boy looks like he's been on it a little bit. He's <laughs> <laughs> just started yeah. early. He's been wheeling and dealing. Triple H is point to JBL. You keep telling yourself you're good. One day someone's going to believe you. Isn't Triple H the one that goes around saying he's that damn good and getting Ric Flair to say <laughs> to everybody how good you are as well? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, but I'll tell you what about this first one. It's rolling along, isn't it? It, it rolls is. along. Lovely. And what's the next match, Dan? Uh, the next match is a match that was so good it made its own pay-per-view. And that is the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. And the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match only had six competitors. Yes, as opposed to the 28 we have now. <laughs> Money in yes. the Bank all waiting at ringside waiting for their moves. And whose idea in a bank match, Dan? Jericho's. It was Jericho's. He come up with the idea in real life. Normally, you know, like Eric Bischoff for the Elimination Chamber, like yeah. storyline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Jericho actually come up with the idea because they were looking at ideas to get multiple men on the card at WrestleMania, and because you know they're always going to be never always going to be single matches. You want as many people as possible. Jericho said, "Well, why don't we have an idea where you can win a contract for a title match at a later date?" And then of course, say Money in the Bank. The first Money in the Bank, no one knows. No one knew what to expect. You know, no, this could yeah. have been, this could have gone any way. But the talent involved in this was very good as we see Jericho coming out to begin with, followed by Chris Bermuda's got a nasty gash on his eye as well. Also, Christian. I mean, Christian at this time. Talk about underrated people. Even Tyson Tomko, another guy. Who the fuck is Tyson Tomko, you're asking? Exactly. Don't worry about that. But Christian involved. I love Christian at this time. He's brilliant. He had that great match last year at WrestleMania 20. With uh, Trish Stratus betraying Jericho in a singles match. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Guerrero's last WrestleMania. This would be Christian's last WrestleMania for a while. He would voluntarily leave and go on to a TNA for the, the next four years. So a lot of guys here, you know, a, another one, Shelton Benjamin. We talk about not being World Heavyweight Champion. He should have been, shouldn't he? He certainly had, like, you know, I didn't quite like his gold standard. I didn't quite like it when he was coming out of his mum, but, yes. you know, aside from that, he had a bloody good talent. They they ruined it by doing the racist gimmicks they should never have done. He's Intercontinental Champion at this time. One name that would have made Benjamin World Champion, Paul Heyman. Yeah. Paul Heyman with Benjamin would have worked perfectly because you had the real athlete in Benjamin and to talk him up. And talk about a real athlete, the rated R superstar. 
who at this point has never won a heavyweight championship. No, and, and this is what was going against him. People didn't think for years, everybody said Edge is going to be the next big babyface character, never could win the big one, and was basically stuck here. And then, like we say, through WrestleMania, uh, through 2004, he would create the rated R superstar, which would go yeah. on to give him how many 12 world heavyweight titles, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, and in such a short space yes. as well, such a, such a short space. And a guy here who's actually still on the roster, it's Kane. Yeah. Well, he's not actually been seen in a wrestling ring in 2017, yes, and most notably missing from the Royal Rumble, which Kane is probably one of the greatest Royal Rumble competitors. You know, especially for being in the match itself. Yes. But, you know, he was sorely, he was notably missed, but... Well, he's he's come out and the ladders have set a light. And like we say with Kane, he's trying to get into politics. That's why I've seen a lot of him recently. Yeah. But Chris Jericho at this time, the only uh, guy on the roster at this point. And as Kane was coming out, we see Edge going to meet him and he knocks him down. And now every single man is down the entrance where as Kane goes to get a ladder and try and end this quickly... If I was watching this live, I think my favourite would be Christian. Another guy, I mean, Christian or Edge, but it's weird to see these two actually in the um, ladder match against each other. Yeah. <laughs> in WrestleMania, yeah. It's mad, actually. Um, my money probably would have been on Benoit. Yeah. Benoit would be a strong favourite, but with Christian having Tomko look, helping him already, yeah. you would think two-on-one advantage. Oh, And Christian knows exactly what it's like to be helped to win a ladder match. Yes, exactly. Edge and Christian's record. Rhino. At WrestleMania's, perfect at this point in time. Jericho using the ladder as a friend there on Christian and Benjamin coming in. Like we say, Benjamin, fantastic athlete. Yeah, brilliant. But, you know, he was just, I think he he was around in a time when there was too much talent. Yeah. You know, so he was, if he was around, you know, when the talent was a bit scarcer and Triple H had to be heavyweight champion, then maybe... Benjamin would have got his chance. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And Jericho takes Benjamin down and Edge and Benoit on the apron. Oh, and a springboard drop kick takes them two off. Jericho's running wild. I think worse in 2005 than he does now, to be fair. Oh, see Jericho diving on the top. I don't know what you think about Jericho here. But... Oh, yeah, but, you know, for some of them, you know, there's a lot of, well, there's a few young upcomers here, you know, wrestlers that have not quite reached the top of their careers yet. Yeah. And, you know, for Jericho, who's been around for a while, he's, you know, one of the only ones that is actually around today. Yeah. And Jericho would take time off in 2005 as well to go be with Fozzie. And we see Christian now. And he's going to go dive on the guys on the outside. Oh, takes them all out. And now they're trying to get up as Benjamin's running the ropes. Oh, Benjamin looks set to fly and flips his way over the ring. Mainly takes out Tomko, but... (laughs) You know, that was quite a wasted move if you're taking out a fella that's not even involved in the match. And now Kane's going up <laughs> well, top. Well, they all went down. Like I say, Kane. Big no one wants to get up for him. <laughs> Tom goes up. Oh, and again, Kane's splitting them like there was bowling ball pins and everyone goes in a separate direction. They do. Tyson Tomko is a part of this match. He's just taking a couple of offensive moves. He's the full guy. <laughs> he is. He's like the cameraman that saved Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. And now Kane looking to get a ladder. Underneath the ring, and he can't get one from the uh, ringside, of course, because they're set alight. Don't forget oh, about that. He set them alight. Yeah. Kane looking to set up the ladder, no. Oh, oh Edge 
trying to stop him, but he gets a ladder to the chest. Christian coming off the top, and he gets met with a ladder. <laughs> Wait, and he sells it like yeah. rock sold a stunner. <laughs> but Jericho with a lovely drop kick off the top, taking Kane on the ladder down. Oh, but did Jericho hurt his leg there? But then again, you're going to have to put your body on the line if you want to win this. Like we say, the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. This would probably judge if there was ever going to be any more ladder matches, Money in the Bank ladder matches. Yeah, exactly. And we see now Jericho not interested to go and get a suitcase yet. He knows the men aren't down at ringside. But with the great success, I mean, you know, you had six men in a TLC match for the heavyweight championship. So, you know, six men should work in theory. I know yeah. as opposed to having team teammates, you're not going to as much. But then again, you know, you might have allies because Jericho's teamed up with a couple of wrestlers in this match. Benoit as, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And we see Jericho using the ladder as a friend, taking out Benjamin with it, and also Edge. But here comes Benoit, he's got him in a German suplex. Oh, he suplexed <laughs> Jericho and the ladder. And the ladder <laughs> goes flying out the ring. <laughs> ladder nearly hit the fucking front row. As Benoit brings the ladder back in, we see the replay. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about the Imagine cameraman. Imagine if he has someone in a crossbody manoeuvre or something. Oh, and Benoit's going to get it. No. Kane crown the throat. Goes to choke something, but Benoit picks the arm. Oh, and he's oh. got him. But you don't get anything for a tap out in this match. Oh. We're going to see no pinfalls either, James. No, I know we're not. That's the, first, that's the only kick out in this one. Edge came in to try and beat up Benoit. Oh, but he gets caught with a cross face. <laughs> and Benoit's just going to incapacitate everyone with a cross face. And Kane's got the ladder. Straight to the sternum of Benoit. Kane that, just dragging Benoit's limp body about. I think that's, why would Benoit take that shot to the face like Paige? And he's... <laughs> you've been waiting to use that one, haven't you? I know, I just, it just came to me. Kane trying to... <laughs> oh. Kane trying to stop Benoit using the cross face and just slamming his arm in the ladder. Don't think that works properly, but Edge with a spear on Kane. My God. And now... And you talk about teaming up. Yeah. Edge and Christian looking at each other. They've done this before at WrestleMania. Kane's in the middle. With ladders. Oh. Well, that's a ladder sandwich with Kane as a filling there, Dan. Oh, Edge and Christian up. But Benjamin. Springboarding over the top and taking Edge and Christian out with a double clothesline. God, this match hasn't stopped. Has it? Benjamin now throwing Christian into the ladder. He's trying to take out the like nine-time tag team champions here. Good luck, Benjamin. Super kick. No, oh, Edge catches it, but a spinning heel kick to Christian had the ladder set up to hit Benjamin with. Yeah. <laughs> and Edge saying, well, that's all right now. We've taken out Benjamin. Is Edge going to set up the ladder? No, he knows how to use it as a weapon. He does indeed. He's putting it in the corner. Someone's going to have a really bad day. <laughs> they haven't already. Here goes Benjamin. Irish oh. whipped into the ladder and the impact on that. Why? <laughs> Why? Are we going to see an inevitable spear? Oh, my God. Did Benjamin's back didn't break last time. He is now. He's going to snap the man in half. Here we go. Oh, oh flapjacked into the ladder, though, and Benjamin replaying the favour to Edge. And now, come on, Benjamin. Everybody else is down at the moment. Get the ladder and go for glory. He's got the ladder, but he's not going for glory. He's setting up in the corner. He wants to put some more punishment on Edge. Youthful exuberance there by Shelton Benjamin, not taking advantage of the situation. But then again, putting Edge on the ladder. He's got something planned here. Oh, oh. Ding a splash on Edge and in between Benjamin and the ladder. Still well, a red buff Edge. <laughs> and now Benjamin looking around and now it's clear. Come on now. Set up the ladder. 
in the middle of the ring, Shelton. That's where you want to go. Yeah, that's it. It's the first time someone's actually had the opportunity with the ring clear to go for that suitcase. Oh, and he's climbing awfully slow. Oh, he's... There Fingertips there. on the briefcase. Could this be our first ever ladder match winner? I think he's got it. Oh, no. Jericho stopping him. Just in the nick of time. Oh, oh and, and Christian's coming now with a ladder set up next to Benjamin and Jericho. Benoit with a possible broken collarbone climbing up the ladder with one arm. <laughs> so now four men up there all fighting at the top. Edge has got another ladder. Edge has got a third ladder set up. He didn't want to be missed out and five people going for this one briefcase so the only man not up there at the moment is Kane who's going to get the advantage great visual isn't it all the men fighting I want to see it from Wiley Coyote Cam oh Oh! and an arm breaker from Christian onto Benoit from the top of the ladder oh Benoit had arm trouble (laughs) Jericho just went flying off the side of the ladder as well and now only two men remain Edge and Benjamin sorry (laughs) and now Benjamin's got Edge Turns Edge inside out and slams him off, and all five men are down now. But Jericho's crawling up towards the ladder, <laughs> <laughs> pulls one ladder down on top of Benjamin, and uh, throws the other ladder outside. I tell you what, Jericho must have a problem with ladders because the way he's treated him tonight. Edge could have broke his neck on that move. You see the replay of what Benjamin did to him, and now Jericho can he get the suitcase? It was his idea. Can he get the victory? He's a bit worse for wear, trying to make his way up the ladder, but... Oh, to try and stop him. Oh, my word. That ladder's now wedged onto that other ladder. Christian making sure accidentally it's on there. <laughs> Jericho with a kick to the back of Christian's head. Jericho's going to climb and try and get the briefcase. Set up for a stunt, isn't it? Jericho nearly there. Oh, fingertips away. I don't think the ladder's central to the briefcase. Shelton Benjamin running up the ladder and just taking Jericho out and sends him crashing to the mats below. That was brilliant. he got to say, Benjamin, athletic abilities bar yeah. none there. Oh, we here. see that from Coyote Cam. <laughs> yeah. You wanted Wiley Coyote Cam and you got it, Dan. There you I go. I did indeed, yes. Benjamin flying up, knocking Jericho off. And now Ken Benjamin, the young man, finally gets his opportunity. Like you say, only Edge, Christian and Benjamin haven't had a world title at this point. Oh, could Benjamin have his contract for one? Oh, no. Oh. Christian <laughs> takes him out with a ladder. Christian stopped the question and halfway Kane through. Kane finally back in the match with a big boot to Christian and the ladder collapses on top of him. Well, Kane has been out of this match a long time. Might be the freshest man in. Oh, going for a choke slam. Oh, oh. Goes to choke Sam outside, but Benjamin's foot gets caught in the rope. Tomko, there we go. Big boot from Tomko. He's not even in this damn match. No. Benjamin's still hanging on. (laughs) Referee's trying to help him. Tomko's setting up the ladder, and like Rhino before him, he's going to help Christian get the money in the bank. Come on. Well, Christian could steal a victory here. This is what we want. There you go, Tomko. Just, there we go. Send him all the way up there. (laughs) Tomko keeping guard, and he is a big fella. He is, and Christian not moving fast enough, so he puts him on his shoulders. <laughs> but watch your back, Tomko. Kane's getting up. Oh, no. Christian's stuck on top of the ladder. <laughs> Tomko was jumping out the ring. Tomko was trying to do a Kane out the ring, and Kane just helps him on his way. Oh, but Christian fighting off Kane. Can Christian get it? He's so close. Oh. <laughs> but Kane sends oh, Christian off the top, and Tomko breaks his fall again. I mean, you just might as well call that man a crash mat. <laughs> well, Christian had his chance. That could be it now. 
Kane clearing <laughs> the ring a bit so he can try and get the ladder. I mean, he only needs to go up a couple of steps with the height of him. My God, look at Christian. His facial as well. He's like, don't do it, Kane. You've done it. Christian's like, I'm not taking that bump. <laughs> no. Tom Cove. Kane now is going to get it. He's right there in Jericho. Oh, he's unclipping it, but Jericho managing to save the day. One last act of desperation there by Jericho. That ladder is very wobbly. Both men could go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Kane getting hung up over on the top and Jericho going right out, but Kane landed on the ladder when he bounced off the top rope. <laughs> so he didn't have a... So you would say is Je- uh, Christian out of this now with Tomko? Jericho's just been eliminated. Oh, Benoit with one arm making his way back into the ring. <laughs> Benoit's had his ass kicked and he's not been in a lot of this match, but <laughs> he's struggling just to move. And he can't even do anything <laughs> with one arm. <laughs> just... That is more than likely knowing Benoit, that is probably a legitimate injury yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And he looks, he's set a ladder in the corner. He, oh, he's not going to go for a diving head off the top. Well, it, it looks that way. No, not just off the top. Going to the top of the ladder. I think this is the bit because he's already got that cut on his head as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his busted nose at the moment. Busted shoulder. But he don't care. He doesn't. He's signaling for the end. As soon as he hit that, he instantly regretted it. And yeah. Benoit is busted open from the nose, from the forehead. Why would you do that? I know it's WrestleMania. All the way down. The Wiley Coyote can fucking oh. out. Right now, Benoit, I don't know how he's up, but he's up somehow. The he's own- going for the briefcase. <laughs> he's the only man left. Kane is down. Benoit, one arm and all, just dragging himself up. That oh, side. Kane's sitting up, though. Oh, just like his brother. And now Kane climbing. <sighs> Benoit <laughs> unable to reach for the briefcase, trying oh. to fight off Kane. You don't want to see Benoit taking another big, big bump, but he's been caught in the chokes now. Oh, managing to fight his way out, though, is he? Headbutting <laughs> with his busted open head. Benoit, stop it, please. Thinking <laughs> of <the> children. <laughs> but manages to fight off Kane. Can Benoit reach the briefcase? This is Benoit's now to win. All he has to do, take another step, and he's got oh, it. Oh. But Jericho with the chair to the busted arm of Benoit. Uh, Edge, sorry, with the chair to the busted arm of Benoit. Oh, and just as Benoit looks to have it all done, Edge climbs the ladder. Can he unhook it? Oh, he seems... Yeah. And Edge managing to get the briefcase and a contract to a World Heavyweight Championship match whenever he wants it. Exactly, within the next year. But like you say, Edge finally gets his opportunity. Uh, I mean, fucking (laughs) hell. (laughs) What? What a match. <laughs> For a first Money in the Bank ladder match. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Wow. You can't. You can't really. You just can't. No, I mean, it's just incredible. It's like, it didn't stop. Once it started, it didn't. I mean, no. the only amount of time it quietened down was when one guy grabbed the ladder, went to set it up, and then another one came in. And then yeah. that was it. That was the only time. They planned it meticulously uh, uh, the way they did. The big They showed Benoit's toughness, didn't they, with the <laughs> one arm being so close as well, <laughs> busting his head open. Benjamin, fantastic athletic ability throughout the match yeah. we saw as well. Christian with Tomko, that story, uh, trying to help his, 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 you know, his uh, client out as it was. Yeah, I mean, you can't... Who haven't I mentioned? Jericho and... Uh, Kane. 
And Kane, I mean, even Kane there. Fair Kane play had to a him. brilliant match, yeah. Yeah, fair play to Kane, you know. And that was, yeah, <laughs> as far as a Money in the Bank ladder match goes, if someone asked me what is a Money in the Bank ladder match, this would probably be the match that I'd show. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, especially for the first one, to, to set the standard that high and to try and follow that. For anyone that says wrestling is fake, I'll say, watch this. My <laughs> God. My God. Oh, my God. My God, Dan. I, I honestly can't believe unbelievable unbelievable you know Uh, and I mean we try and move on to that I mean you can't really go into a match but we do see Eugene coming out here now yes what did you think of Eugene (laughs) Eric Bischoff's nephew exactly I don't think you can say a lot about him really do you know what I mean they suffered his first defeat in WWE against Triple H (laughs) (laughs) was it Triple H yeah it was uh, SummerSlam 2004 Fucking hell. Well, there we go. Well, they brought Eugene in, didn't they, as Eric Bischoff's uh, nephew. Of course, they had a disability for him. But I want to talk about Nick Dimshaw because this guy was in Ohio Valley Wrestling beforehand for years. And they said, he's ready, he's ready. And they finally give him this Eugene gimmick. And then he couldn't come back from that. And he's nah. still going around now in the independent scene as Eugene um, as the character. So he's kind of stuck with it. I think he made it work well for best as he could. But again, you're always going to go past that point where you can't do anything else with it. It's very one-dimensional. You can't come back from something like that. No, and you can't be... I remember them trying to turn Eugene Hill as well, and that didn't work, you know. So it's kind of... It's it's a bit weird. But at least, like we say, he got two years on top. Triple H, he wrestled Kurt Angle as well. He's here at WrestleMania 21 at the moment. So fair play. He got paid a lot, you know what I mean? (laughs) He got paid enough. One of the most controversial characters in WWE history is this man right here, Mohammed Hassan. Again, people watching who's never seen him, exactly. He he was a guy who was a couple, well, a year and a bit. <laughs> kind of unfortunate timing for him to be around in the WWE, maybe. Again, WWE thought they could capitalise on the way things were in the world by having uh, a guy like Mohammed Hassan just do the horrible thing that uh, either white Americans or even people inbred here think about all Muslims being bad people, you know? And that's why I'm glad... Stereotypical, basically. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm glad someone like Mustafa Ali now, uh, they're going a different way of him. That's what they should do. Uh, Hassan, I mean, it's incredible to think he was going to win a WWE title as well. That was the plan for yeah. him. He was feuding with The Undertaker and during the 7-7 attacks in London, the same night on SmackDown... He came out with seven men in masks and put the Untaker in piano wire and carried him off to sacrifice him. And then at the Great American Bash pay-per-view, Untaker last fired him through the stage, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and 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 another guy who wasn't really Arab or anything like this, he's Canadian, you know, Italian-Canadian, never yeah. got a chance after this as well. Yeah, you know, it's, again, these two men, you know, personified gimmicks. Yeah. That kill you. Exactly. Out, outdated by Vincent Mann. Now they've come out here and Hassan's basically bad mouth for Eugene. You know, because not only has he got a disability, but he's a despicable American as well, you know? So yeah. you've, got, you've got to... Uh... But who can help Eugene, Dan? Stand up for what's right in this world. There's got to be someone to help Eugene out. I mean, he's loved by a lot of wrestlers backstage. Exactly. He uses all their moves, doesn't he? He uses rock he bottom and yeah. stunner. stunner. And Davari spouting something in... Whatever language he's talking in. <laughs> it could be. There it is. Oh! And Hassan, after spouting off on the mic, he's just attacked Eugene and so's Davari. Well, there's no call for this. This is disgusting. This is un American. Eugene getting beaten down. 
Oh, no. Oh, now he's signalling for a beheading of <laughs> Eugene. Oh, and he's got him in the camel clutch, a move that all Iranians are used, of course. Oh, my God. We saw this man last week, WrestleMania 3, and now he's back. WrestleMania 21, it is the immortal Hulk <laughs> and of course, he's in too bad shape to have a match. This is why he's just coming out in a promotional capacity. Most definitely, at hip problems at the moment, couldn't use his leg. It would lead to a match with Hogan and Michaels versus Hassan and Davari as well, with that leading to Michaels Hogan at SummerSlam. But Hogan is in the ring, and he's got hold of Davari and Hassan. Oh, meeting of the minds between the two. Oh. oh, big right hand knocking Hassan down. Oh, my God. Look at the thunderous right hands and chops. Big Irish whip. Follows it up with a clothesline. Oh, big boot. But Hassan's not staying down and playing the part. Come on, Hogan. You're going to hit your leg drop? No, you can't. So you throw him out of the ring. There you go. More American than apple pie and baseball. It is... The immortal Hulk Hogan and Hulkamania here is running wild. Oh, but Davari comes up from behind and hits him with a chair, but Hogan completely no-sells it. You. Points the you finger, <laughs> shakes it, and then takes out Davari. <laughs> and Davari's in all sorts of trouble. Oh. oh, he gets a big boot. Yeah, Hogan, we hear you. Get him out of here. Leg drop. <laughs> no, you're too old. You might break your hip. And Davari... He gets sent out of Hogan's ring, and that's it. Get him over, pal. Exactly. Hogan doesn't even break a sweat, and the fans in attendance have gone banana. Certainly love to see the Hulkster. Well, what a moment, and now we're going to see the ripping of that T-shirt. The immortal ripping. <laughs> oh, well, this WrestleMania so far, we've seen Guerrero, Mysterio, incredible run in the bank, and now Hulk Hogan. Uh, if any wrestler in the back is wondering why they got five minutes shaved off their match here tonight, it's because Hogan is milking this crowd. Is he going to leave? Oh, oh, encore, no. encore! And uh, there's Brooke. She's been yes, Brooke ringside with David Arquette as well. All the stars are out here tonight, and let the crowd love it. They do. They literally do love it. They lap it up. But we haven't had any new stars yet. This is what we're saying. This is the dawn of the new era here tonight. Where yeah. we slide Hogan's, Andy Rock's, and the Austins. I mean, I'm just glad nowadays we don't have to rely on old wrestlers. You know, we can actually have a WrestleMania with all the new stars. And Hogan now, one last look back at the crowd. How could this get any more American, Dan? How could this moment in time get any more machismo and Americano? You can't top Hulk Hogan, sorry. You can't. Oh! <laughs> and as if by magic, the American flag drops behind Hogan. USA! 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 It makes me glad to be an American. There is Hulk Hogan. But let's get down now. All the laughs are out of the way. It's serious time. The legend killer versus the legend. Yes, it is Untaker versus the streak on the line. I didn't know Undertaker was a legend killer. <laughs> the streak on the line. Would this be 13-0 and 0 or would it be 12-1? and 1? Let's have a look at the promo. In this business, it's about making an impact. And when I entered the WWE ring, I did that. The man of death! 
destiny. I'm Randy Orton. My accomplishments are endless. Third generation superstar. The youngest world heavyweight champion in history. Get a look at greatness. I pride myself on being a legend killer. There's no stopping Randy Orton. And at WrestleMania, I will do what no other man has done. I will defeat The Undertaker. The legend of The Undertaker will become a myth. Courtesy of The Legend Killer. Dragons who try and lay siege to my kingdom. And one by one, they all suffer the same fate. Randy Orton, when you slapped me across the face and jumped out of the ring like a coward, You've sealed your own destiny. What you've done is awaken the beast. I refuse to be afraid. I have a message for everybody that thinks that I'm going to be a victim of the Undertakers. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Take her! You can't beat Randy Orton. Legend. Killer. I care about my son. I love him dearly. And by golly, I think he's gone way overboard in this thing. Randy, I think, is the future of this business. But not if you take him out at WrestleMania 21. Please. Have mercy on my son. I'm begging you, man. I'm begging you. Hey! Hey! RKO! Oh, my God! That's Randy Orton! Randy Orton and RKO to The Undertaker! Come WrestleMania, your streak and your legend will be just like you. Dead! No pressure, but this is probably the best hour of wrestling that we ever do on this podcast, Dan. I mean, it is all... It's going to take something to top the last hours, you know, and that was just two matches. Exactly, and now we're going to have three matches in the next hour that we do. I'm bigger than The Undertaker versus Randy Orton right now as we hear the... I'm going to leave this on as background noise because I can't disrespect an Undertaker's entrance at WrestleMania. And especially when you consider, if it wasn't for... Go on. I think it's pointed out that one of these robed men is actually like they're probably yeah you know it's a wrestler that they're, yeah they're probably all independent wrestlers or, or you know wrestlers of Ohio Valley Wrestling get an opportunity to do it on the main stage as it was see that looks like Neville as all the druids come out with the flames but yeah sorry I should say if it wasn't for the Undertaker being buried alive by Kane. At Survivor Series 2003, a podcast we already watched, we wouldn't have the opportunity to watch Undertaker at WrestleMania like we do now because the dead man gimmick came back and it kind of saved the Undertaker, didn't it? Well, it came back last year and it was 
you know, it wasn't a bad match between Kane, but, you know, it was he's a dead man and yeah. it's brought his gimmick back. That's what it was more about. And now in the future as well with Undertaker WrestleMania synonymous. Of course, at this point in time, 12 and oh, as he comes out here, chills in this one. I should say as well, I love the, um, the entrance way. You've got like the cinema banner with the Rand's Undertaker match, all the matches that have happened tonight. And like you say, Dan, just, just gliding to the ring, the Undertaker. But we talk about the promo and the build-up, Dan. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? Well, you know, Orton certainly makes it personal, as he does with the majority of his feuds. He likes to get inside the mind of his opponents. And, you know, he's trying to get inside the mind of the Undertaker, and it's a lot darker than all his other minds he's gotten into, shall we say. But, yeah. you know, it is. it was a brilliant build-up, and, you know... Cowboy Bob Orton playing a part in it and RKO, getting RKO'd out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah big. You know, and it still comes round today, you know, when he was going against Brock Lesnar, he RKO'd him out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Orton RKO'd everybody out of nowhere. But yeah, Bob Orton pleading with the Undertaker not to destroy his son. And WrestleMania obviously leads to a sneak attack as well. But Randy Orton was known as a legend killer. And at this point in time, you can tell me more than I can tell you, Dan, but he's going around beating all these other legends. And with the Undertaker WrestleMania, at this time, we'll, we're going to say we're watching it at this point. You know, we'll do both. We'll watch it from this perspective and also from the yeah. perspective where we're at at 2017 anyway. But at this point in time, Orton, how close was he? was rumoured that Orton was going to have, you know, he was going to end the streak at this WrestleMania. You know, and Undertaker wouldn't have gone on for as long as he'd gone on for, you know. Maybe the Undertaker WrestleMania fad would have died out after this point and we wouldn't have seen... The epic matches against Michaels, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, you know, it's he wouldn't have seen any of them. Yeah, but on the other hand, would that maybe have been a better way for Undertaker to lose his streak to an up-and-coming guy like Randy Orton at this point in time as opposed to the way he did lose it with Brock Lesnar? Well, what would the equivalent have been? Who, you know, who would the... Like someone you know, like Roman Reigns ending it or, you know, Seth Rollins? I, I think maybe the, the, what the WWE were worried about... I think the streak shouldn't have ended anyway... But I think they're worried about if the person could carry on, would they be then known as the guy that un- ended the Untaker streak? Could you live with that? I suppose with Brock Lesnar was kind of a guy where he's done so much, much that's only a little bit. It doesn't define who he is. Maybe yeah. Randy Orton then would have been known as a guy, you know, or he beat the Untaker WrestleMania. What happens after that, you know? Yeah, but wouldn't, you know, <clears throat> as you say, uh, an up-and-comer, they could have benefited from that, you know, saying, I may not have much going for me, but I was the one that ended... Undertaker's WrestleMania streak, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is with Randy Orton at this time as well, he needed a victory because 2004 started off so well for him as member of Evolution, Intercontinental title run, the feud with Mick Foley and stuff like this. Yeah. And then eventually leading to um, the fallout with Evolution, which was rushed over a month, wasn't it, after he won the, yeah. the world title at SummerSlam, losing it unforgiven the following month to Triple H. Kind of struggling in that role. Uh, face Randy Orton this time, he was too, for me, it's going to sound gay, but a bit too good looking and a bit too cocky for me to play a, a, a good guy. And that's why he got a negative exa- reaction. Of course, one, Ky- one RKO and Stacey Keebler would change things, you know. Yeah. I think Orton worked better as a heel. <laughs> I think going into this, if Definitely. he'd have beaten The Undertaker, I maybe would have said, well, Randy Orton is going to be a big star. And you talk about Cena and Batista, Randy Orton is another guy with one world heavyweight title reign at this point not knowing what to do, the success he had afterwards is just phenomenal, isn't it, you know? It didn't dent him in his career. You know, he still went on to achieve 
you know, what others could dream of. Definite Hall of Famer. Yeah, and, and, and one of the best best one of the best wrestlers and stars these past, you know, 10 years or so, 15 yeah. years since the Attitude Era. And as the match starts off, you know, the Antic at this point looking really well. It is, yeah, you know, he's he's not quite lost it. This is 12 years ago, you know, so it's he's in a bit better shape. There's two things. It's incredible, <coughs> to th- it's incredible to think 12 years later he'd still be wrestling at WrestleMania anyway, you know, with the age he was at this time. And at this point, this kind of turned around the way the Antique was perceived because before this, his matches at Mania were quite slow and methodic. You know, King Kong Bundy, Diesel and Psycho Sid. You know, a lot of big fellas he went against. Yeah, exactly. Well, not the best matches, you know, quality-wise. And then since then, I mean, Kane at WrestleMania 20... But then at 21, you know, Orton, he had, I mean, forget Mark Henry, WrestleMania 22. And then you go into, you know, Batista, uh, Edge, Michaels, Triple H. And the match quality as well were great matches. Yeah. And I think this started off a lot of it, you know. Could the young gun beat the Undertaker? Could the Undertaker handle Randy Orton at this point in time? I think he's, you know, better going against a better opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because they can, no disrespect to the Undertaker, but he's not the greatest of workers. You know, he worked on his dark beatdown reputation so he didn't have to have too much in his arsenal and going against someone you know the likes of Orton the likes of Michaels yeah, 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 yeah. it helped Undertaker out in the long run yeah I think most definitely you know and, and with this one here we're going to see kind of like the old veteran versus young guy and Randy Orton deserves a lot of credit for, for the match quality itself you see early on trying to use his speed on the Undertaker Randy Orton with a leapfrog and Undertaker with one big right hand and changing the course of the match for him Oh, but Orton ducking the Undertaker, Undertaking hitting a turnbuckle, but ah, oh, only getting a two. Two. You might see a lot of near falls. Going for an RKO, but <laughs> the Undertaker had it scouted and dumps Orton. And that's a great way to stop an RKO out of nowhere, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's trying to catch it. I think he took a bit too long over it. But again, you know, Orton's still a very young pup. You know, he's oh, yeah. three years into the business. He's, you know, still finding his feet. I know he's worked alongside Triple H and Ric Flair in recent times and that's helped him out a lot yeah, the, the thing is as well it should have been Randy Orton in the main event of Wrestlemania instead of Batista like we say the whole evolution turn was for Orton to eventually turn to Triple H not on Batista because of what happened at SummerSlam the way they wanted to do it rushing things Batista then got that role and became you know the champion he did thumbs up thumbs down exactly. <laughs> Randy Orton had to work hard to try and just get back in that position you know, it would be another a year or so before they actually eventually gave him the title back you know yeah but had the roles been reversed and this was Batista going against The Undertaker do you think it would have been a more of a disastrous match I know probably the main event would have been yeah, a lot better but but yeah. <coughs> I think at this point in time I think the Batista Undertaker match would have been not as good but I think at WrestleMania 23... Got it happens two years later. Exactly. Yeah. And Batista there, for some reason, magic struck there, didn't it? Between those two. Yeah. But, but would it have been a better match if Undertaker was maybe like a couple of years younger? You know, he wouldn't have botched his last ride attempt. It's interesting to think that, isn't it? You know, and especially with uh, and what would have happened in the future as well for the Undertaker. Batista might have got the job done and you move forward to that, you know, with legend killer Batista versus the animal. But in this match, the Undertaker just did old school and he's in complete control at the moment. Orton's dazed and he's been chucked into a corner. What does your man have to do, Dan? Oh, ducks out the way and <laughs> dodges a big boot attempt. Drop kicks Undertaker off the top and he goes head first into the barricade. I mean, Undertaker's in trouble now after a couple of high impact moves by Orton. And Orton needs to take advantage on this if he gets anything over the Undertaker. We know what the Undertaker's like normally and then at WrestleMania probably times it by 10. He does turn it up at Mania. But Randy Orton now, 
in control. And look how young he does. He, it's so young. He's got more of a dimple chin as well. But again, we talk about, you know, these two guys, Hall of Fame, definitely. But still, 12 years later, one of them's going to be in a WWE title match. And yeah. the other one is going to have, you know, a big WrestleMania match against a new young gun. That's basically what the Reigns Untaker match is, this match, <laughs> is. you know. But obviously not as talented and good looking. <laughs> Nowhere near as good looking. Even in The Undertaker's perspective. I know uh, he's wearing uh, guy liner and he's dyed his ginger hair. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a big swinging DDT from Undertaker to Orton. And Orton looked to be in control, but... Another move, switches momentum again. And Randy Orton getting too overconfident there, ducking down. The Undertaker's going to catch you every time. And a dead man, like we say, with the match quality, he's not been in the greatest matches up until this point. And he's got Randy Orton a big... Oh, sidewalk slam and plants the young buck. And again, not hooking the leg. Maybe the Undertaker's uh, not giving Randy Orton the credit that he deserves. Well, he obviously knows it's going to take more than this. He's just trying to make Orton exert energy. Mm. And where's Bob Orton then? I guess he's not coming out here to help out his son tonight. He's not. He's man, He's stayed backstage. Maybe he's been barred from ringside because they know what his shenanigans are like. Exactly. Well, the Undertaker's just a tombstone away for teaching that anyway. <laughs> he throws Randy Orton to the turnbuckle now. Oh, Undertaker going to follow up with a big splash and hits Orton. Well, he missed a boot earlier, didn't he? We're Orton ducking out of the way. And this time he's thinking to himself... I'll just go for the Well, piece. he won't dodge my whole body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hits it again, and Orton's looking a bit dazed. Oh, is Undertaker going to roll the dice? Hits Snake Eyes. Oh, oh, but gets hit with a big back elbow. Orton had it scouted. It was. Even at his young age, he'd I'll, done his homework. Undertaker was going to go for the big boot, and then he got caught there. Oh. Kick out. Oh. And Orton's just going to pummel the Undertaker. And, oh, look, shirt still of Hebner's in there. And the Undertaker in a bit of trouble with Randy Orton. And Orton just posing into the crowd, but Undertaker, like his brother did earlier, sitting straight up. And Orton looks surprised by this, and he's sure to have sat- scouted the Undertaker, so you should know that he does sit up. And that's not an easy sentence to say. Well, he's outboxing the Undertaker, lefts and rights. Oh, is he using a closed fist? I don't think you'll win a fist fight with the Undertaker. Well, he kicks him to the midsection and clubbing blow across the back, but I think that's just winding the Undertaker up. Bounce him off the ropes. The Undertaker comes back with a <laughs> huge right hand. A couple of big right hands and both men exchanging yay on A punches in the middle of the ring. Well, we've got a slugfest here, Dan. It is a boxing match. Irish rip reversal by Orton. I oh. think it was kind of a double clothesline, <laughs> yeah. but The Undertaker won that exchange. <laughs> the Undertaker said, yeah, I'm having that one. Go on. Goes for the cover, but only a two. Two. Well, two bodies colliding there. Undertaker saying, fuck. Can't keep that all down. <laughs> That's what he said. And now Hebner doing the classic arm raise. We don't see that as much nowadays. And Orton dropping his arm twice. Well, Orton's caught in a dragon sleeper by the Undertaker in serious trouble here. Will it go down for the third time? Oh, no. Orton powering out, oh. reversing it into a lovely DDT. Well, just the quickness of Randy Orton there managing to get out of harm's way. He is quicker than a hiccup. Puts his arm over the Undertaker. Oh. Well, Orton now starting to gain in control. There's been a lot of back and forth between these two. You know, Undertaker, you would have thought he'd have been systematically beating Orton down but you know even in his young age he can't keep the young man down exactly <laughs> the the young man Randy Orton he's showing that he belongs to be in the ring with the Untaker and like you say Untaker might have thought this would be easier but uh, uh, Randy Orton showing the heart to fight of course the youngest celebrate champion as well but I don't know, I think a sleeper is going to put the Untaker away just trying to wear him down <laughs> <laughs> And talking about out of nowhere, Undertaker getting out of that now as both men struggle to the feet. Like we say, it has been a hard fight for both men. 
trying to wear the other down. Neither man giving up an inch, you know. No. Neither man looks beaten in this match yet. Orton charging towards Undertaker, getting hit with a big boot. Oh, oh, and his lovely scoop slam there. That could be it. No. See, so vintage Orton. Uh. <laughs> and Randy Orton in the corner with the punches to the Undertaker. Oh, it's not a good position for Orton to be in that. Yeah, a bit precarious as well on him. But he's raining down with the big right hands. I bet you'd love to have that move done on you by Randy Orton, wouldn't you? Oh, Undertaker catches Orton. Picks him up. Last ride. Oh, Orton jumping over the back, going for the RKO, but getting pushed into Earl Hebner. <laughs> Flaps down. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Undertaker's got Orton in a... Oh, going for the last. But oh. Orton, I think Undertaker stacks it, or Orton's momentum pushed himself too far forward. Shoulders down and Bob Orton. Oh, with the plaster cast on his arm, takes out the Undertaker. Well, Bob Orton was famous for having that on his arm. And now he might have just won it for his son. Rolls him across. Referee's down. Shakes life into senior referee El Hebner. He's wedged as he's going over (laughs) there. He's in position. Not like this. One, One, two. two. Oh. And everybody in the arena (laughs) jumps to their feet and goes, thank God. Undertaker managing to kick out. Uh, and Randy Orton saying, are you sure that's not free? Oh, check. Uh-oh. Undertaker sits up and looks at his assailant, but he's got bigger fish to fry with Orton. <laughs> oh, Undertaker doesn't look like he's hurt. Orton can't believe it. And now he's just wailing away around the Orton. Bob Orton was ready to hit Undertaker with that cast again, but he gets caught with a big boot. Yes, <laughs> Bob Orton goes flying off the apron. And Randy Orton now being caught in a choke slam. Orton's in trouble. Kick him. Oh! <laughs> RKO from a choke slam, ladies and gentlemen. That was fantastic. <laughs> that man really can hit it from nowhere. My God. And now Orton, can he get the pin? One, <laughs> two. Oh! <laughs> they all wanted it to happen. <laughs> They all wanted him to win that. My God, last second. Crowd can't believe it. But look at this choke slam into an arc. That was perfect. That was perfect. Couple of this match, but that was spot on. And now is Orton going to finish this? Oh, with a trademark Undertaker throat cut. Orton going to do? Orton's not going for the tombstone on the Undertaker, is he? Well, many have tried. Oh, my God. The legend killer's going to kill him. Oh, no. But the Undertaker... Tipping it back and reversing it. Hits Orton with the tombstone. And is this it? One, two, three. (laughs) Undertaker goes 13 and oh. In his defence, Orton put up a brilliant fight. RKO from a choke slam out of nowhere. nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) The the cast of the face with Bob Orton coming out of the last game. Undertaker fought through it all. And like we say, the streak continues. But no, fair play, Randy Orton. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Mate? I thought it was a brilliant match. You know, neither man was neither man was given up an inch. There was no clear dominant in the match. You know, it was just like that, back and forth, back and forth, which I like to see in a match. You know, it seemed as though the Undertaker may have underestimated Orton a bit, and you know, the Orton's Orton's cockiness maybe let him down in the match. You know. Goes part and part with his character. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and like you say, he's still young, so he doesn't, the, the loss doesn't hurt him too much against Yuntaker. Like I say, Yuntaker's beaten, you know, 12-minute WrestleMania. Uh, and, and, all, and like I say, the future you would have ahead of him, and Yuntaker's still carrying on as well. 
Most definitely, yeah. You know, and so far in this card, three grade A matches. Yeah, really, really good. And, and I would have no points in the prediction because I would never have gone against Randy Orton. But I mean, Orton. I mean, you got to say at this point in time as well, 2005 has got to be Undertaker's best WrestleMania match. I mean, like I say, back and forth for the Undertaker finally get the pin. Well, I mean, like you say, three great matches so far. And it's only going to get better because, yes, we have a couple of filler matches. But, of course, coming up in just a little bit, uh, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, dream match. Also the main events as well, both world titles on the line. The Undertaker looks back one last time at Randy Orton. Raises his hand in his familiar pose and leaves the arena. And JR, by God. I tell you what, should we do that at WrestleMania? Should we wear suits? You know, like <laughs> fancy suits. Did you know, right? Because I recently went to a funeral and oh, my suit was hanging up there. And I was like, shall I? <laughs> I might even get a black cowboy hat so I can be yeah, just like we'll, JR. We'll, you get crowned. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to take JR. No, no, there. that's fine. But you know, we're just suited up. <laughs> so anyway, we move on to the next match. And it is Christy Hemi versus Trish Stratus. For the Women's Championship, a match we'll all be looking forward to. Let's have a look at a little bit of this promo. I am very proud to show the whole world a new side of Christy Hemi. Christy, Christy, Christy. There's clearly a typo because you're no champion, sweetie. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Where's the eye? Oh, the tick kick! Where's he get the tick kick from the women's champion? Oh, that is unnecessary right there. Chris Stratus has got a real problem with the success of Christy Hemming. Trish Stratus, I want to challenge you for the women's championship at WrestleMania. Honey, you're on. I am a six-time women's champion. If you get into the ring with me, I will end your career. I need to know what exactly makes you think you can get in the ring with me and actually think you, you, can beat me. Someone's been training me to wrestle. Someone you know very well. It's Lena! I don't believe it! Hey! Hello! Whoa! Oh, with a twist of fate on Trish! Delivered like a pro! Christy Hemi B by WrestleMania 21, and could Trish Stratus end up losing her women's title to Christy? And of course, Chrissy Hemmer posed nude in Playboy, and was Trish jealous? Well, I think Trish, she could, I mean, if she was in Playboy, mate, I'll tell you, anyway. But... Oh, spray paints slut on the back of Chrissy Hem. I mean, you know, Trish Stratus, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was going to write slug, but she didn't. No, but like you say, with Christy Hemi, not a wrestler. She won the Divas search, I do believe. But again, posing for Playboy, this is how the women were treated at this point in time. Trish Stratus, one of the few serious ones, even though she was a model to begin with. Like I say, turning on Chris Jericho with Christian began a, a heel turn, as it was. Ditched Christian, because obviously she's cooler than that. And uh, she was going on as women's champion. She would have feuded with probably Lita, but of course Lita kept getting injured, didn't she? She kept breaking her neck and, and breaking hearts as well during this time. But is this, like, this isn't too far removed from being Vince McMahon's bitch, was it? Uh, with Trish, that is three, three years, just four years. But Trish had done 
what not many of these models that we see, you know, Christy Hemi or Kelly Kelly. Oh, yeah, fair like play. That, you know, she is a legend hard. in her own right. She did pave the way in what was, you know, these were, no one was ever interested in this. This was always a moment I'd be going out for a fag or I'd be getting a drink. You know, I wouldn't. I'd skip this match if yeah. it was on DVD. But you, you've got a, you've got respect to her status because she was one holding up the women's division. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, yeah, her yeah. and Lita. You know, they Ooh. they paid. <laughs> you know, they kept it going. Yeah, but you Res- know. WrestleMania 18, Trish Stratus involved in the women's starter match. WrestleMania 19, Trish Stratus involved in the women's starter match. WrestleMania 20, like I say, the big storyline. 21 involved in this match. 22 against Mickey James as well. You know, so Trish had that WrestleMania record of being the women's champion or being involved in a title match around this time and bringing, so, trying to wor- have a workable match with all this talent as well, you know? Not talentless. Uh, yeah. I, well, Majority I, of it turned out to soon. I'm, I'm trying to be nice, but I don't expect <laughs> this match is going to go so far. But I think Trish deserves respect. I think her heel catcher is quite underrated as well because, she, like you say, she was quite a bitch. Yeah, and, you know, Christy Hem with Lita in her corner as well, who has a bit of beef with Trish. Yeah, I mean, like I'm saying, there have been rivalries for four years now, and Trish mocking Lita with a bad leg as well. But then again, Lita would be turning heel in a little while's time and going with Edge. Yeah, I mean... fucked on live TV. In, in this, this, this year, she would... Uh, yeah, she'd fuck him in 2006. This year, in wrestling this year, Lita would go on to break Matt Harley's heart. Even later on, she might be having the affair with Edge at this point in time as well. You know, Matt Hardy. Well, he's just won the money in the bank. She's probably like, oh, well done. (laughs) (laughs) And getting fucking paged. Yeah. But like I say, Christian getting dumped by Trish as well. And he's like, oh, fucking hell, Edge has all the luck, you know. (laughs) So we'll see what this contest brings. We need a little bit of a breather, of course, between the two big matches. So Trish is now laying down for Chrissy Hemming, mocking her. Do you reckon she played well as a heel? I think Trish, yeah, are very underrated. I think uh, worked that kind of because she is beautiful, and a beautiful woman can always be evil, can't they? Do you know what oh, I mean? So I know, yeah. Trish, I mean that sounds ever so sexist, but Trish can do that ever so well because, like Sable before her, people did want her. You know, they were going to look at her, and she would say, "Well, you're never going to get this," which is probably true as well. You know, a cat. Yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh, kitty. she's always my favourite. Do you know? I'm I'm thinking now, right? If I go to America and I try and fuck all the old divas. So I go try and find Sonny, right? And I'll be like, look, can I fuck you, Sonny? Well, break it in gently, go yeah. and go. Uh, Ivory, do you know what I mean? Jacqueline. Molly Holly. Molly Holly, um, you know. Jazz. All, ja- well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not Jazz. Victoria, yeah. you know, all, all these people. Even going back further. Oh, not Sherry Martel and Luna, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, no. Uh, Moolah, no, May Young. But do you know what I mean? Like, and you'd be like, yeah, I shagged her, you know. You see fucking uh, Lita there, yeah, I shagged her, you know. Obviously, I'd have to wait about 20 years to do that, but I think it's still possible. And anyway, back to the action. <laughs> Lita's distracting the ref, and Chrissy Hems just hit Trish Stratish with a low blow. Well, a click kick. That is that is clever wordplay, Dan, as Christy Hemi uh, throws Trish off the second rope and now a kick to the midsection. Hope Trish is not pregnant. Oh, yeah. oh she's got protection, and that's an uh, innovative cover. Innovative it cover. It is a cover, yeah. A terrible match. Oh, my word. Trish going running to Christy Hemi in the corner. And Christy catching in the pin. Oh, Trish managing to kick out. Uh. Oh, and catches Christy Hemi with a spear, edge-like. Spear, spear. And Trish pats herself on the back and kicks Christy out the ring. She's having a way with her, Dan. And Trish not giving up. Oh, pushing Lita out the way from behind. And now Trish mocking Lita. She's taking her off the ball, though. 
Oh, gets caught from behind. A roll up by Hem. Oh, only a two count. Two. Oh, and Christy there kicking out Trish's legs. Oh, she's in it for the fight. Oh, maybe she wants to be taken seriously. She wants to be the women's champion here at WrestleMania. Trish begging off. Oh, but she just gets a kick to the gut again. Battered into the top turnbuckle. <laughs> well, this is this is ultimate warrior-like offense by Christy Hemi here. And rips her hair down and throws her to the mat. Throws her into the corner again. Sternum first. Oh, she's going to go hit that move she hit on Trish earlier. Oh, it's kind of like a swinging neck breaker yeah, type. First twist of fate. Oh. oh. Only a two. Two. Lita fault. Her mate had won the women's title. Now look at Christy. Trish lulling Christy Hemi in now, rolling her up. One, two. Oh, but Hem reversing. Two. Ah, oh, Trish had her shoulder up. Oh. Hits her with the chick kick. And Trish there might have ended Christy Hemi. And she has oh. indeed. There we go. Trish Stratus beats <laughs> Christy Hemi. As Lita Looking very up. dominant. Yes. What did you think of that awesome match, Dan? Uh, you know, it wasn't as bad as I anticipated. You know, as matches go, it was over quite quickly, rather painless. And it kind of sets things up for Trish and Lita, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I think that feud will continue as we go along in 2005. But there we go. Trish is happy with herself. She's smirking at the moment. No, she's just got a grin on her face, James. And she says to the ref, yeah, this is job done. She takes the adulation of the crowd. But WrestleMania does continue. And up next, Dan, we do have a dream match. We do have Kurt Angle versus Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. Who is the greatest of all time, Dan? We're just about to find out with the promo for this match. Whoa! Kurt Angle! Here we go! Angle is suplex in the world! Look at Kurt Angle! Uh Uh-oh! My issue with you does go well beyond the Royal Rumble. It goes all the way back to 1996. I won a gold medal. And people are talking to me about some guys named Shawn Michaels gliding down from the rafters that year and putting on a wrestling clinic. And that ate me up, Shawn. Because truth be told, you are one of the best of all time. But to even suggest that you're the greatest wrestler of this generation is an insult to me and everything I stand for. He is the most decorated athlete in WWE history. I'm an Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle is a former European champion, tag team champion, intercontinental champion, WCW champion, a king of the ring, and a four-time WWE champion. I beat five of the greatest superstars in WWE history in a six-man hell in a cell. I, Kurt Angle, am the greatest athlete ever in the history of the WWE. Kurt Angle, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels is a doormat for absolutely nobody. Despite all the accolades, you have never had the chance to go to the biggest stage of them all against Mr. WrestleMania. I will give you a show like you have never, ever seen before. Why? Because I can. I am simply the very best sports entertainer in the world. Nobody has ever, ever. 
Shawn Michaels. This is what you can expect at WrestleMania. is a doormat for absolutely nobody. At WrestleMania, HBK and Kurt Angle, first time ever. Who is the greatest of all time? We just asked that question. For me, I would say Shawn Michaels is number one, Kurt Angle is number two. But Kurt Angle has missed wrestling from the WWE for 10, 11 years now. <coughs> if Angle had been with WWE, I think it would have been Kurt. Because we look at the build-up between these two, and we see Sean and Angle as the two guys, don't we, you know? There's not much to split between them. Who would you have gone for in this match? Probably HBK. And why? think Angle, you know, he'd get too ahead of himself, he'd get too cocky, and then, you know, that's when Michaels would reel him in and finish him, you know? You know, Michaels never gives up, you know, you know he's... Tenacious. Yeah, exactly. And like I say, the performances of WrestleMania, performances throughout time. I mean, we just see the end of the promo video as well with the exciting music explaining why it's such a great match. Kurt Angle in the build-up had put Marty Jannetty and Sherry Martell in ankle lock. Wait a moment though, James, because it's only <laughs> one and only ZZ top member, Billy Gunn. But yeah, like we say, we see the build-up. We know how good Mania. I would have gone Kurt Angle in this because I think at this point in time, I didn't know Angle was going to leave, did I? Angle would have had another good five or ten years surpassing that work of Shawn Michaels. Oh, you know, he sticks around to 2006. He's in the main event of Rumble. WrestleMania 22, Angle lost the world title to Mysterio. Oh, yeah. In a triple threat match. In a triple threat match with Randy Orton. And, of course, then uh, or Angle would then leave WWE yeah. next year. Michaels would continue with the WWE until 2010, losing at WrestleMania 26, of course, to The Undertaker. But Michael's WrestleMania matches since his return, looking at WrestleMania 19 against Jericho, the triple threat match next year, and what he would do, it is incredible to think of Michael's track record as well. Even against Vincent Mann at WrestleMania 22, it was still a great match, wasn't it, you know? Yeah. So this is a, this is a classic. I'm not going to lie to you. There might be a couple of... I think there's a couple of little missteps in this, but apart from that, it's the, the closest you'll get to a near-perfect match. I'm going to say that right now. This is how much... I I love this match between these two. Oh, men, I'm going to see what this. But we did that was great superstars of all time, as opposed to greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. I'm sure we will do a greatest wrestlers of all time, which will be different. I mean, my list of greatest wrestlers and great superstars is a little bit different. But Angle looks ready for this as he comes out. We know what Michael's entrance like. Kurt Angle, the wrestling machine, coming out, and he's going to be on fire tonight. But Shawn Michaels famously said against going against Kurt Angle, Dan. He said he was the only guy I ever got into the ring with that I thought maybe I should work out a little bit more just to keep up with him. Because that's how good Angle was. Angle was, like we say, the number one number one wrestler. Michael's just as good as well. This is going to be awesome. We're getting ready for this. We see the crowd split as well. Don't know whether to go to Kurt Angle or Shawn Michaels. Face-to-face for the first time. The first ever one-on-one match between Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels happening right now. Even with mind games, I wouldn't know who would be on top of this because Michaels can work with Soka Angle. Both work so well as heel and faces. You could do the feud either way. As we see, date back to the rumble with Angle getting annoyed with Michaels eliminating him. But it's about so much more than that, you know. And what a way to start. Not with a tie-up, but with Michaels slapping Angle around the face. And his Angle trying to out-wrestle Michaels. You would expect to see that. I think the philosophy would be Angle would be getting Michaels down, trying to work the wrestling, te- well, the, the wrestling technique that he's got. 
Eric Michaels will have to use a bit of speed, but both of these men at the moment, this is just an amateur wrestling match. Michaels trying to get to his feet, safety of the ropes as well. Well, last year's WrestleMania, James Rowlands, this was one of your matches. It's got JR next to it. Jared was a match for Mania 16. Mine was Angle Lesnar, 19, and yours was HBK Angle 21. Oh, fucking hell. I must watch this last year then. I honestly don't remember watching it last year if we did. But it's a great match, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm saying it. It's a great match. For some reason, call me weird. I just like watching weird. good wrestling. I mean, I, I don't know. I like a nice story of the match and a reason. And each man wants to be the best. And with a victory here at WrestleMania, one would be. All these matches so far wouldn't be out of place today. Oh, no, without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt, yeah. You, you, put, you put Guerrero, Mysterio... Any of the Money in Bank guys in the WWE today and they just improve it anyway, you know? You yeah. put Michaels and Angle in at this point, you know, these guys would be world champion. There's no doubt in my mind. I want to say something now, it might be a little bit controversial for you. If Goldberg can come back and become universal champion, there's no doubt in my mind Kurt Angle can come back and be the WWE champion or universal champion as well. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have brilliant matches with Styles. He'd have, you know, throughout the whole roster. Yeah. He'd have brilliant matches. You, you, you literally, you could play, play. You could wrestle, you know, Rollins. Him and Heyman. Well, you could wrestle. You have another match with Lesnar. You've got Rollins. You've got Reigns. You've got, you know, go to SmackDown Styles. You've got Ambrose. People like that you never think had a match up. Randy Orton again, you know, bring on that. It's just the possibilities of that angle to, to still go. If he could do what Michaels did, it would be the greatest career of all time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. To come back. And somehow have like another six or eight years. It, it, it would. It, you couldn't. Oh, it would be awesome. Yeah. You couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> Honestly, like Kurt Angle, I rate so highly. I'm so upset the way he lost. And of course, with the Kurt Angle thing, we'd be talking a lot about it on the Hall of Fame and the Kurt Angle special we've got coming up in April. That's how much we rate him, of course, uh, with the whole. Hall and I'm of sure fame this thing. match will be played for a third time <laughs> in his honour. But again, you know, Angle's had I'll, some brilliant matches. I'll announce this now, then, if you want. One of the matches we will be watching on the Kurt Angle special will be the rematch of this match at Vengeance 2005 between these two men. So there we go. That's something we've got to look forward to. Of course, a lot more matches coming up. But that's one of them there. There you go. That's a that's that's a that's a that's a huge announcement, Dan. <laughs> I never announce matches for upcoming episodes. Of course, Bobby Roode goes against Cassius Ono and I next the update. For fuck's sake. <laughs> WrestleMania weekend where Roode will defend the title against someone else as well. Surprisingly, in this match, Michaels is kind of matching up with Kurt Angle. I think Undertaker's had more matches than Bobby Roode has. Oh this fuck year. you. In this match so far, I would say Michaels is matching Kurt Angle with the wrestling. Is that a little bit of a surprise, Dan? Um, not really, no, you know, Michaels can certainly handle himself in a ring, you know, he's been against the greats already, you know, he's had matches against Bret Hart. Look at Angle's an Olympic gold medalist, for goodness sake. Angle would tie knots with Bret Hart. Like you say, yes, Michaels wrestling a technical guy like Bret Hart, but I think Angle is a, a different class. But Michaels at the moment... Oh, happy. if this was a genuine wrestling match, Angle Michaels in knots, but, you know, for what it is... And if anyone could go toe-to-toe with Angle and the technical wrestling ability showdown, it would be the likes of, you know, Michaels. It would be Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. No, that... Jericho. He'd have a brilliant match against him. Well, Kurt Angle's one of the few guys who has had brilliant matches 
with everybody he's wrestled, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and this is one of the things that's crazy about you. He's another John Cena. Yeah, well, he's, he's better than John no, Cena. No. Be. I know what you're saying, like, the kind yeah. of, but, I mean, Angle, like, Hulk Hogan, he had a great match with, you know. But have you heard that John Cena's inducting him into yeah, the, Hall the Hall of Fame because yeah. it's a full circle? And the deal. APA are inducting... Um, Teddy Long. Teddy Long, that's it, yeah. Ha, 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 Anyway, that's the Hall of Fame coming up. We're missing the match, Yeah, James. we're missing the Oh, no, we're not, because the moment they're exchanging, wrestling holds, trying to get on top of each other, Michael's showing that he belongs, like you say, the wrestling technique with Angle. Angle having the strength to pitch older. Michael's trying to drop down for the pin and now into the side headlock. So they're just matching up in the early going. You're not going to get a quick victory of these two. We know how tough each man is. You know, Michael's going to be looking for the super kick, but Kurt Angle, one of the best, he's going to be scouting it as well. And Michael's doesn't leave that ankle exposed for Kurt Angle either. You know, Michaels, he was in the main event the year before this. You know, both men was on the losing side in heavyweight championship matches. (laughs) So it's just how good these men were as well, you know. And you talk about the following year. Angle would be involved in the world title match the following year. Michaels would be two years after as well. So the calibre of these guys could be put in there. They were, I would say, so talented and so over with the fans. You don't need a world title. I think that's what Michael's found out as well. He didn't need the title to be as popular as he was. You know, yes, he had it a couple of times, but he wasn't another thirteen-time champion during his second reign. You know, it was just yeah. a couple of times. You don't have to win the title a thousand times to yeah, be exactly. a great yeah, wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Michael's WrestleMania stats are very out of his favour. Yeah, exactly. But the quality of the match, as opposed to the record that he's got. That's what he's remembered for. And these two men wrestling in the corner now. And, oh, Angle with a back elbow. And I thought it was going to be a wrestling, but it's not. Angle now going for the ankle lock. He's got it on Michaels in the middle of the ring. Is he going to tap out? No, he kicks Angle. Oh, Michaels managing to get his way out of that. And both men tumbling to the outside now after going against the ring ropes. Oh, my word. And just that Angle turned it. Turned it up in this match, and Michaels had it scouted. And now, looking at Kurt Angle, and we see Michaels getting the announce table ready for Angle, but Angle fighting off Sean. Is he going to go suplex Michaels on it? No, Michaels managing to roll out of it. Oh, Angle has Michaels up (laughs) for an Angle slam, but tumbles backwards into the ring post and wraps Michaels around it, and Michaels goes tumbling to the ground, clutching his back. Well, that was, let's say, that was metal pole to lower back there. Michaels might be taken out. Well, a few. That's the same back that Triple H beat with a sledgehammer. Well, so, that, you know, it's not going to be in the best of shape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four years previously, it's while he's injured. That was the reason he was out anyway. <laughs> so, Angle knows exactly what spot to hit. And Angle knew where he was, even on the outside. He knew where the ring post was. Okay, Angle's going to go out to finish your Michaels now. But let's say, don't discredit Michaels. We know how tough he is. But yeah, Angle... no, he's, he's got a big heart. Yeah, but he's got a big target also on that lower back now. That's how easy it is for Kurt Angles. He suplexes Michaels now. Go for the cover. Michaels kicks out. Oh. Go for another pin, but Michaels kicks out. Oh. Now there's loads of near falls in this one, so we've got to be careful. There's only three title matches in this card as well. You know, I was saying about how many heavyweight champions or future heavyweight champions there are. Only three title matches. Yeah, and we've already seen one of them. We've got two World Heavyweight title matches to go. I mean, the tag team division really wasn't looked at fondly in this one, was it? Well, the tag team champions went against each other in what was a better match than potentially any tag team match they could have come up with. And I don't know who the Raw tag team champions were at this time. Honestly, <laughs> it, could, you, uh, it, it could be anybody. Caden Murdoch. Uh, Benjamin was Intercontinental. Uh, yeah. 
Don't know who US title uh, OJ. Orlando oh, yeah. Jordan. Orlando Jordan was... Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Angle wearing Shawn Michaels down, but Michaels now trying to make a comeback with the punches, and now he's got the chops in the corner. Irish rips Michaels, and Michaels goes upside down. Comes back to Kurt. Belly to belly overhead suplex, and just showing Angle's got the better wrestling technique now. Right, not only that, but you called Taz the human suplex I've seen. No, or Brock Lesnar even. Kurt Angle was the master of the suplex, the way you hit it. Did like, an Angle call Taz out and then get beaten by him in his debut match? Yes, but now look what happened to Taz's career. Look what happened to Angle's career, you know? Angle, Taz ain't in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Michaels with another overhead belly-to-belly suplex on applied to him. And now Angle with the knee. Look at that. Knee to the lower back. Grabbing the hair for extra momentum as well. I mean, Michael's in all sorts of trouble. Nowhere near the ropes. But who else could sell a move like the HBK? Well, oh, look at the replay where they fucking give it away. Look, nowhere near. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that, though. Like I say, a couple of little missteps. One of them was when he went back on the turnbuckle. That camera angle shouldn't have showed it because it showed it didn't, proper, didn't have a proper impact on it. But, and it's something else later on, but apart from that, and now Michael's fighting off Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle could easily have a classic match with Undertaker at WrestleMania. One of the matches we have watched, Angle versus Undertaker from No Way Out 2006, is a WrestleMania-worthy match. And that would have been better than Mark Henry without a shadow of a doubt. But now Michael's trying to fight back. We've been working for a while, slapping Angle around the face. Oh, and a big clothesline takedown. Going for the cover. But that ain't going to keep Michaels down. It's not. And Kurt Angle got annoyed there by Michaels. And Michaels uh, managing to kick out. Uh, <laughs> and Michael Angle got annoyed with Michaels there slapping across the face. Took him out with a huge clothesline. We've seen the replay. Who oh, you fucking hit me? Oh, I hit you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like a clothesline from hell. JBL-esque. Yeah. And now he's setting Michaels up on a second rope. You're going to suplex him. Belly to belly overhead suplex attempt. But Michaels is holding on to the top rope. Or forearms to the face and angles, teetering down. Pushes him off the top. Michael's going to deliver his patented big elbow from the top. Well, don't forget how quick this is as well. Well, I thought he was going to hit the big elbow, but Angle moved out of the way. Much like he did against Brock Lesnar when he nearly <laughs> broke his neck. <laughs> yeah. And now oh, the straps are down and means, Angle means business. He means, but I was going to say that. <laughs> That's what it means. Of a way. I can confirm that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And now he's got for the angle slam. Oh, but Michael's had it scared out with a deep arm drag takedown. Oh, now he's running after Sean. Oh, who tips him over the top angle, nearly lands on his feet, but the momentum took him back. If that had happened to me, I would have broken both legs with that impact there. Exactly crunch. And now Angle's dazed on the outside. What's Michael's going to do? He's loco. He's climbing up to the top rope. Oh, Oh, sort of (laughs) slips, goes... Collarbone first down onto Angle. And <laughs> did you fuck. see? Did you see the knee of Sean? Oh, look at the show it again. Look at the replay. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Like a go to That's sleep. Like his fire across <laughs> yeah. his face. Michaels lands on his collarbone with his. Is that another missed spot? Oh no, no, <coughs> ish. This next one is though definitely. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael. Oh, yeah, that's a broken ribs, isn't it? Michaels. <laughs> Michael's there, they say, knee to Angle's head, cross body, and Angle now, we've never seen this move delivered, but it'd be the awesome, best move in the world. Probably be one of the most painful as well. Trying to German suplex him off the apron now, and Michael's holding on for dear life, (laughs) and the clubbing blows, Angle's trying to deliver to Michael's. Can he get him now? He's holding on. Come on. 
pull yourself back in. Oh, Michael's powering. You know what strength Michael's has. Holds on and, oh, he's trying to get some <laughs> separation between the two, delivering some elbows. And now you're landing spot on. And the referee's standing on the rope. Oh! oh. Ref was distracted and Michael's hits a low blow. That's storytelling. Referee was on the top rope because then he couldn't see the low blow. It's something that doesn't get done anymore in wrestling, God damn it! Saying that, that though, you know when uh, AJ got fired? Yeah. They actually removed him and put him in the yeah, alumni section. Yeah, I got a little bit of that talking smack. Oh, Michaels kicks Angle away. Angle lands precariously on the springboard crossbody. Oh! oh. Michaels lands on Angle, but looks in pain. Well, the table didn't break. But I think Kurt Angle's body did. They both bounced off the announce table. And that is the second little thing that, that went a little bit wrong. The table didn't break. But hey, you can't be blamed for a table. Do you know what I mean? Well, so it must have been reinforced. Exactly. And what I like about this as well is that the king is watching the little, <laughs> the little screen with the footage on. As opposed to what's happening right side. <laughs> Not going to watch it. No, uh, my job is to watch this fucking TV screen, all right? Both men down on the outside. Referee's going to count. It wouldn't be wrong for it to end in a draw. I want to see this match go on for another hour, though. This is unbelievable action between the two. Yeah, I'd quite happily see two out of three Iron Man match between these two. (laughs) Both men, oh, make it into the ring just in the nick of time. My God, a second despair. And the referee's dancing in the middle of the ring there, raving both hands. Well, you can see the impact it's taken on Angle, the blood coming out of his mouth. And Michael's had some blood from the forehead. My word, that might be internal bleeding by Kurt Angle. Now, both gladiators struggling to get to their feet, looking at each other. The crowd can't believe what they're seeing, and neither can I. Oh, Angle's right hand was blocked. Michael's managed to hit his, followed by Rick Fitch chop. Oh, Michael's building momentum now on Kurt Angle. Couple of uh, blows unanswered. Oh, Angle's unable to defend himself. Angle reverses it, but gets pa- hit by a patented Shawn Michaels forearm, and both men are down. Not for long, though. HBK nips up in HBK style. And it could be time for sweet chin music. Now, Angle back to his feet quick as anything. Locked down with a couple of punches to the head. Inverted atomic drop. Michael's going through his repertoire now. Taking out Angle. Yeah, big clothesline knocking Kurt down. Michael's going up top to deliver his patented elbow. Well, Kurt Angle's in the middle of the ring, though. He's going to take some flight. Michael's getting ready. Angle's already moved out the way of one. Oh, didn't dodge this one, though. And what's next after the elbow drop down? Tune up that band, shorty boy. And now can Michaels put away Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's like a zombie, though. Fighting up every time. Looks like he's been put down. Well, you know, Angle loves to play possum. But Michael's starting to tune up the band as Angle makes his way to his feet. Angle, don't turn around. It is not good. Just walk away. <laughs> oh, here comes Sweet Chin. Oh, but Angle catches it, picks that ankle and turns it into an ankle lock. He's got it in. He's got the ankle lock. Go on. If he gets the grapevine in, it's all over Go for on, Michaels. twist, twist. Well, the weird thing as well, it's not the normal ankle we'd go on. It's the, the only reason he caught that one is because Sweet Chin was coming his way as well. So Angle turned it around. Like you say, though, grapevine would end it. Michael's trying to turn through, but Angle like a pit bull hanging on to the ankle. <laughs> Angle screaming, bellowing at Sean to just tap out with blood coming out of his mouth, the sweat and tears. Well, I tell you what, if Michael doesn't tap out, there will be tears for Angle. 
Michael's desperately trying to get to that bottom rope. Is he going to break the ankle of Michael's before he manages to reach it? Is he closer to this rope? I've not known a man to be in the ankle at this amount of time and not tap out. Uh. Oh. Gets to the bottom rope and Angle waits the whole five count, four count before he breaks the ankle lock. Angle's trying to get the most of that situation and now he's scouting Sean. Situation. He's going to look for the angle slam. Is this all going to be it? Is this going to be it now? Oh, Angle, uh, Michael's with the backslide, rolls through, but yes. Angle rolls through <laughs> and picks the other ankle this time. Yeah, and he got Angle in trouble, though. Michael's turned it. Oh. oh, two count by Michael's trying to steal it. Two. Angle back to his feet, though. Runs to Sean. Oh, <laughs> goes for the clothesline, but Angle ducks. Oh. Michael's with a super kick, but Angle ducks, sorry. <coughs> Yeah, Michael's with a super kick. Angle ducks. Hits the angle slam. One, two. Yeah. Oh. Michael's, by the skin of his teeth, managing to kick out. Ah. Well, that exchange of moves there is just brilliant. Out the quickness of it. Out super kicks. Well, Michael's fucking... ducking angle. I know. Angle ducking the super kick, then catching the angle slam. And up go the straps of Angle. Yeah, and you know what this means now, didn't you? It means Angle, the straps coming back down. Again. Yeah, that means he means business, Dan. Again. And now he's going to the top. He's not going to try this. Business. Oh. Not with moonsault. Oh! <laughs> and Angle knows what it feels like to be moved out of the way when he goes for a high-impact move and he gets nothing but Matt. Michael's. <laughs> The last second there, it nearly was a Brock Lesnar. How close that was. Good looping, Joe. (laughs) Beautiful by Angle, getting around. It nearly hits him with a head mark. (laughs) So close. And yet so far, the crowd are on their feet. They can't believe it. But now Angle's down and Michael's is going to the top. My God, what else can these two do to each other? I mean, we've not even seen a switch in music yet. But Michael's taking his time, though. He's taking his sweet-ass time. Oh! Angle's up. Oh! oh. Angle slam from the top. And that's two. Jump. Oh, no! <laughs> Michael's shooting the shoulder up at the last second, and Angle only getting a two count. Two! <laughs> yeah, unbelievable what we're seeing here. Uh, honestly, there is not... Words can't describe the action at the moment. Angle slam off the top. Couldn't get it done. Angle is He's going to put the straps up for the third time. <laughs> he's going furious. And now he's looking at Sean saying, come on, Sean. Why don't you just fucking quit? Calling him a son of a bitch. Come on. You're son of a bitch. And now looking at Sean, this is it. This is the end for you. Another angle slam. Oh! <laughs> Gets hit with a sweet cheer music out of nowhere. <laughs> oh! Maybe one last act of desperation from Shawn Michaels managing to pull the trigger before he went down and it caught Angle sweet on that chin. And now will the music be playing Shawn Michaels if he can get the pin? Angle might be knocked out here. Can Shawn get any cover on Kurt? If he does, it's over. It's over. Look at the last minute, look at the replay. Bang. Pow, right in the kisser. I think Michaels might have waited a bit too long to get the cover on Angle. Well, after everything each man has been through, like I say, yeah, Sean just trying to get any part of his body on Angle. There Finally, arm draped across two. Oh, 
Didn't the referee hit the mat three times? <laughs> I don't know. Come up? I don't know. I think that was a kick out oh. at the last second there. Angle's known for his great kick outs. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know if he actually did manage to. And the referee is signalling that was only a two. Two. Oh, my word. Michaels looks like he's been thrown out of a vehicle. And he is down. So is Kurt Angle. How is this going to go? What can Michaels do? One other, another sweet chin music to finally end things. Well, Michaels is back to his feet first. But oh. Angle was playing possum. Gets the angle of Michaels. Ankle of Michaels. Well, Michaels left his ankle there for Kurt to grab hold of. And like he said, he's got him now in the middle of the ring. Michaels is in a big hell of trouble. He can't get out. He can't get out. He's in the middle. He's trapped. Angle just saying, tap out. Come on. You don't want your leg broken at WrestleMania. Pull him in the middle of the ring. Michael's trying to kick Angle off, but Angle rolls through. And again, trying to kick him off, but Angle just keeps <laughs> hold of that ankle. Oh, my word. And Michael's... <laughs> how long, he must have been in the ankle like about three minutes. And now pulling him again to the middle of the ring. Don't get that grapevine on. Then it's all over. He's tapping with his foot, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Michael's desperately any... Any part it's of like the Enzo Amore trying to get a tag to Big Cass, but now the grapevine is in and it's all over well, for HBK. Michaels hasn't tapped out a lot in his career, but at the moment, like you say, the grapevine in, the ankle lock in the middle of the ring. He can't get it. He tried. Angle is like an anchor on that ankle. He is. He just tries w- saying that three times quickly he, when you're pissed. He just won't let go. He just won't. Michaels, one last, one last act of desperation. How much more can he take on the ankle, though? Oh, my word. Michaels now has got the hand out. Can he drag his and Angle's weight to the ropes? Oh, inches <laughs> away. Again, he won't. He won't tap out. He can't. He's got to fight it. Come on. Oh. oh. And after what seemed like an hour of having the ankle lock on, Michaels finally gives in and couldn't take no more. He can't. And Kurt Angle, to the surprise of many, makes sure Michaels tap out and gets the victory in the battle of the greatest of all times. Kurt Angle wins. Wow. (laughs) That was a brilliant match. Again, you know, on what has already been a heavily stacked card and each match seems to be outdoing the one before it. I know... It won't happen in the next one. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean... I know you only had a women's championship match to beat, but, you know, compared to the other matches, you know, the main match, you know, that's on par, if not better, than Undertaker Raw and the Money in the Bank and Mysterio Eddie Uh, Honestly, it's one of the greatest matches of all time, not just WrestleMania, in wrestling of all time. A couple of things I want to say here uh, about the match is great, but I just want to say... During this time, 2005, Michael's angle, we didn't know what was going to happen to Kurt Angle. Decision was made for Kurt Angle to win this match. So that looks at what WWE management, Vincent Mann, and everybody in the back thought of Kurt Angle. No matter what was said afterwards, he beat Michael's at WrestleMania. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. that's what it means. Uh, and, and also with Angle, God knows what he could have done, like we say, if it had stayed well, you with know, the in, WWE. The, in the next year, he, he would be the heavyweight champion anyway in his own right. Again, another wrestler that you didn't want to leave, but maybe it done him the good if he had stayed around. Would he have got old? Would he have got stale? Would I, people I, have got bored of him? I, you know, I know, like you know, he's a great wrestler, but too much of a good thing, you know. And him going away and then coming back again—that 
I know, but if you look at how good he was, he could play most roles in wrestling as well. And if you did it like Shawn Michaels of having wrestling a couple of matches every year, you know, it, it would be special. But like we say, we can't change what's already happened. But Kurt Angle is returning in the Hall of Fame, and you, it's a must-watch for anybody that's never seen a Kurt Angle match before. Uh, it's, it's it's an instant classic, you know. As now, Piper's pit, uh, Roddy Piper's music's hitting. Well, what would WrestleMania be? Without the great Roddy, Roddy Piper. Well, it was a special episode of Piper's Pit featuring Stone Cold Steve yeah, Austin. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Piper was inducted to the Hall of Fame a couple of nights ago. And like you say, Piper's Pit as well. Piper talks for a little bit, doesn't he, on? And he wants Steve Austin. And he says Austin being the toughest man in WWE is bullshit. Roddy Piper's never heard of Steve Austin, apparently. That's one of the things <laughs> that we worked out on this well. one. That he didn't know. I mean, he, he heard stories, but he didn't know. Threw stools at each other, didn't they, when they both came <laughs> not out? Not shit, by no, the not way. not shit, but Austin threw stools. Yeah, yeah. Piper said, so you're a rebel. As Piper was saying before, you know, he was the original tormentor. He'd go around and he'd abuse Vince McMahon. He was the one that kind of started it all off. And if anyone deserves to be in the ring drinking beer, it is the rowdy Roddy Piper. And like you say, slap Steve Austin around the face. Uh, Austin says, you little son of a bitch. And Piper likes that. And uh, they've never met, but a lot of respect. And there's a lot of what chance. And Piper tells the crowd to keep up. He was here before WrestleMania had a number. And the red on Austin's neck was diaper rash. And he says the rebel Steve Austin of James Dean has nothing on him. Austin says you're a mini mouth bastard. And Austin says you're wearing a dress and all these furry gimmicks as well. Piper says there's a failure to communicate. And then we have Carlito coming out. Uh, and he says they have one thing in common and they're not cool. So will Carlito get in the ring then with two legends? Or Piper saying, who the hell are you? Carlito with the apple in his hand as well. People who don't know who Carlito is, don't worry. You'll know one of his brothers who is part of the tag team, Primo Epico. Indeed, yes. I mean, Carlito had moderate success, didn't he? Intercontinental champion and such, but... Yeah, never reached heights, no, so to speak, but, you know, he... Done his part. He was another one of those mid-card. And Carlito saying to Piper and Austin, just walk down to the back. Carlito's telling them to leave his ring. He's throwing his Granny Smith up in the air and Piper snatches it off him. Oh, look. And eats the whole thing. (laughs) Now that's not cool. And what's Piper going to do with a mouthful of apple? That's not bad, he's saying to Steve. Oh. Spits load of apple into Carlito's face. Austin's watching on laughing. Oh, oh, and now Carlito attacks Piper. Obviously furious that he spat apple in his face. Oh, come on, Steve. Don't let that happen. I mean, he's laughing, and now he's not. <laughs> Stone Cold now throwing Carlito into a corner. He's stomping a mud and walking it dry, JR. <laughs> he is indeed. Austin with <laughs> the fingers up to Carlito. Throws him into Piper. Oh, and Piper with his famous poke to the eye. Back to Austin with a kick to the midsection and a stunner. Stunner! And now Piper going to throw Carlito out. Oh, and he eliminates him from the rumble. Well, there we go. It is Austin. Yep, and he signals for a beer. <laughs> Austin and Piper standing tall. And yeah, they're going to share a Steve Weiser. Well, they've got enough beers to go around anyway when Steve Austin's in the house. They're going to have a toast. Two different generations there sharing and- a beer. I mean, WrestleMania 21, we've seen some great matches. We've seen some... Different moments. We saw Hogan with Eugene earlier. Now Piper and Austin. Down in a few Steve Weisers in the middle of the ring. And can Piper keep up with Austin? I mean, you know, Austin loves his drink. 
he's drunk a few, and Elsie's <laughs> just throwing can after can to Piper, and can he handle it all? Well, <laughs> Piper's having a drink now, and Austin and Piper celebrating to the crowd. It's best when he's taking a big mouthful. Cause he's <laughs> <laughs> well, now Piper's a little bit... He's staggering around a bit. A little bit wobbly. Another beer. Oh! <laughs> and Piper gets stunned. I think the kick was a bit low. <laughs> Stone cold. Stunners Carlito and Roddy Piper. And Steve Austin's the last man standing here. Well, drinks are on Austin tonight as he celebrates WrestleMania 21. And how many times has Steve Austin, since this moment, come to WrestleMania, drank a couple of beers, gave people a few stunners? Eh? He's still doing it to this day. And you've got to love him for it. <laughs> and Austin's like, I'm going to get you, cameraman. He's Austin. like, can you reach me from here? Yeah. Hey, nice. Hey. And another. Ah, oh, drop one. But he's going to recover it. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, it's worth it, isn't it? Yes, and after that exciting beer-drinking fest, we have... A match, it's, you know, it's what big shows become famous for in, you know, WrestleMania now. It's having gimmick matches. I mean, he was rumoured to be in a match with O'Neill at this WrestleMania, but I don't think that's taking place anymore. No, he, Shaquille O'Neal pulled out. But, you know, as we've seen before, he had a match with uh, Floyd Mayweather, you know, biggest versus the best. You know, and it is just a gimmick for the Big Show now. We've seen a lot of Big Show matches where there are a lot of gimmicks involved. And he's coming out here and, I mean, he's had a little bit of fun. One of his biggest sizes. He's at his near enough biggest here, isn't he, with Big Show? 505 pound Big Show. Uh, And, of course, he'd go on to be ECW champion. But, like I said, his shape is in now. has changed him. But Big Show, I mean, we've seen something for the first time ever. I mean, the ring ropes are off. We are going to see a contest. And I think this is a shoot. So, I mean, Big Show could win. Akabono could win. Akbono is known around the world, of course, through sumo wrestling and his uh, great career in MMA as well, where he didn't have the best record in the world, <laughs> be- believe it or not. But we're going to see it here, you know, sumo match, the big show. Oh, my word. I just realised what happens when they take their robes off. Who are you going to go for in this one then, Dan? Uh, I'm going to go for the professional Akabono. Wow. Both men's physiques on show. Where are their testicles? That big oh, show's like Kendall. Well... They do have the ability to retract the testes. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Akabono, doesn't it? Big Show's just But it's not the first time we've seen Big Show's ass. I mean, we saw it when he got pants and uh, Vince McMahon was made to kiss his ass. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we've seen Big Show's ass more times than we should, really. You know the rules of um, this, Dan? No. It's the first man to get out <laughs> the circle. When they went face on with Akabono, they bleeped out. They like... Coloured out, I think they must be seeing something that you don't want to see. I think his testicles are on show, tights. Done the pre-match rituals as they do. Getting in the zone. So both men sizing each other out. I've never called a sumo wrestling match before. I don't know what the... uh, So if the fans haven't had a chance to get a couple of drinks and uh, some food in the last half hour or so, then they're they're mistaken. One of the fucking idiots went out before the Michaels uh, ankle match, didn't they? (laughs) He's come back, he's got a full plate of food, and now he's watching this. Serves you right. Oh, my word. Akibono there, managing to get the upper hand, but I don't know. Big right. Show's starting to look a bit like E-Honda with the thousand hand slaps. Well, let's see. Like I say, slaps to each other, got hold of each other's uh, ring gear, and now he's got to try and... I thought he was trying to give him a wedgie. I tell you what, if he keeps pulling any more, he's be giving him a blowjob in a minute. He'll be giving himself a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Akibono's holding on. Big Show gets some separation. Goes with a big shoulder barge, but Akibono doesn't move an inch. 
Going loco down in Akabono. We're, we're going to see what happens in this one. The big show raising his big right hand. Uh. <laughs> Is he going for a choke slam? No, a shoulder barge. I think we'd have better luck with the choke slam. Oh, manages to lift Akabono, but Akabono pushes him and Big Show's out. Well, Big Show has lost this match and a huge show of strength by Akabono there. You don't mess with him. And look at that flab on his side. There must be no penis. Well, the Big Show loses, Dan. He looks up at Akabono. Was Akabono the better man tonight? He certainly was, yes. And I think the Big Show acknowledges that. And he'll know better than to badmouth a sumo wrestler. <laughs> yeah, no more doing that. Uh, he'd make the mistake to cut his bad mouth in a boxer, <laughs> like he said. And then he cut his basketball player. A big oh. sign of respect for the turn. A big show raises Akabono's hand. We're here. Well, that was the big show. Thank God it's over. Well, you know, it was a filler match. It's a blemish on an otherwise perfect card. But up next, we have the WWE Championship match. And it is champion... JBL going against John Cena, who, you know, he's a bit of an up-and-comer, the chain game thug, word life. John Cena. And it is him in his best, in his best gimmick anyway. Let's have a look at the promo. What makes me deserve to be a champion more than my opponent, John Cena? Greatness. Dignity, courage, respect. John Cena does not have any of these qualities. You have disgraced the U.S. title by making it some bling-bling sideshow. And look at this. The championship off the skull of John Cena. Not this way. Damn it. At WrestleMania, John Cena will not only be destroyed, but he will bow at the feet of greatness. I'm just like all of you. I am sick and tired of JBL. It seems as if he likes to break titles. You gotta be kidding me. Tina's championship was in there. I like to break faces. There's a code that I live by. Eye for an eye. They wanna get in my business. I wanna get in their business. JBL, get your ass out here. We're going to handle this right now. Cena, I saw what JBL did. But listen, player, you're going to have to wait until WrestleMania. When it comes to this, you either part of the solution or you part of the problem. And since you ain't letting JBL come out, you part of the problem. As GM of SmackDown, I will not allow the inmate to run the asylum. John Cena will not be able to lay a hand on you, JBL. And if he does, he will forfeit his WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. People like you don't make it to a level like me. People like you had your little families where your mama had to sleep with the grocery store man to pay your groceries, where your mama just spent most of the time on her back. John Cena must keep his cool. If he strikes the champion JBL, John Cena will lose his title opportunity at WrestleMania. However, JBL, if you strike John Cena, 
then John Cena can strike back. You feel me? You're probably pretty mad right now, huh? Maybe you want to throw a punch. Come on! Right here! You throw a punch and I swear I will knock the hell out of you! Just like I thought. You know what? In the world that we come from, there's people who talk about it. And then there's people who be about it. Officers, that right there is the man who vandalized my limousine. Arrest him. He's a common piece of garbage. Get used to humiliation at WrestleMania. It will be a lot more humiliating when you are forced to worship at the feet of a wrestling god. I guarantee John Cena that at WrestleMania, I will walk out as the WWE champion. So do you like wicked, wicked John Cena? <laughs> wicked, yeah. wicked Slim Shady. Know, I've, I've said before, it's his, it's a good side, you know, he... What he done for the US title, turning it into a spin about. And yeah, you know, it just looks good. Unfortunately, he lost it to Orlando Jordan on, you know, shady circumstances. He got hit with a head to the head with a title, and JBL's chief of staff got the victory. Yeah, Orlando Jordan. Anybody asking who Orlando Jordan is? <laughs> Again, someone didn't have a lot of success, but like I say, yeah, Cena and JBL. Been feuding. Cena was going to be the new face, on, and JBL standing his way. The longest reigning WWE champion in SmackDown history had won it against Eddie Guerrero at Great America Bash in 2004, and would still be holding it at this point in time as well. Incredible, 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 incredible general. So when did it turn against John Cena then? Because the fans still liked him at this point, didn't they? <coughs> did the fans still like him at this point? <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh... I think you'll see by their response that there's more lovers and haters. And, yeah, you know, it was... I think it was John Cena. He was slightly rebellious. You know, he was... He's F.U. in the general manager. Uh, you know, his move was called the F.U. You know, it was fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he was a rebellious <laughs> kind of person, you know, going against a suit like JBL. So um, did, did Cena sell out then when he became the next, you know, good guy? He forgot about his roots mainly and was just about, you know, well, hustle you know, lawyer he had to He had to adapt to, you know, he had to adapt and change up and that because there's only so long you can go with a chain gang stip if you want to be the face that runs the place and be the leading merchandise seller. You know, you have to appeal to the kids, so yeah. to speak, you know, the main merch buyers and the parents that are going to buy them and, you know... I understand, but it does make the character a little bit naff. Like I say, the Cena character would be in a little bit of trouble with the fans, but they went with it, didn't they? And John Cena made it work as well. So, I mean, but leading up to this, I think everybody just wanted JBL to lose as well because his reign had been awful on SmackDown. And Cena was going to be the SmackDown face, and they made the decision to switch it around, didn't they? Put them on Raw later on in 2005. And like I say, the rest is history as well. Do you think Batista had, could have had the chance to just be what John Cena was if they left him on Raw? Um, I, I don't know, you know, Batista didn't really have it on the mic, you know, when he, in his more earlier days, he was full of making mistakes and, you know, still to this day, he's not that great on the mic, even though he's an actor and, 
you know, he yeah. he should be better, but he's he's just not that great. And you know, whereas John Cena, he had probably a bit more wrestling ability in the ring as well, and he was better on the mic. So you know, an all round better package. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting to think, really, isn't it? You know, because they 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 could have done Batista, but like, so Cena, I think, was well liked as well by people, and he'd been around for a couple of years. You know, he was on the WWE roster, WrestleMania 19, never made it on. Uh, of course, WrestleMania 20, one of your favorite John Cena moments against the Big Show, wasn't it, last year? And um, you know, so a bit, like we say, you know, well, a, a year on from defeating the Big Show at WrestleMania to become US champion, the spin about which then went on to, you know, this Orlando Jordan and his little battle and then going after JBL because he screwed him out of his US title, you know, so it all ties in. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, like I say, with, with John Cena as well, see, see an early John Cena, even though, like I say, he had been around a couple of years and he got his opportunity and he, he, he the thing is, when people do get an opportunity, we've seen this before as well, the few people that do, and they've got to run with it. And John Cena is one of those guys, whether you love him or hate him, he took the ball as it was, he grabbed the brass ring, and he went with it. You know, And backstage politics, anything that happened since then, at this point in time, it was Batista Cena, and Cena went with it, and he stayed loyal as well. Oh, something yeah, that you know, even a Rock or Brock Lesnar or these people didn't do. So it's you know, like I say, fair play. But we see JBL coming out here in a police escort, Dan. He does, yes. It's WrestleMania, so you got to en- enter in stuff. JBL bucks are dropping from the sky. Oh my word! I bet they're worth a fortune now on eBay. <laughs> if anybody's got any, trying to go, trying to go, he's going to face John Cena. Let's hear John Cena's reaction. L- let's see how John Cena yeah. goes Hollywood. Maybe kissing his title goodbye. That's a very good point. I don't know. I think. It's it's an alright reaction, isn't it? It's just silence. Yeah, it's you, no Austin. Yeah, but do you think w, uh, they've overplayed the hand too soon? We've already seen Hogan got a huge reaction. We saw Austin that's just had a massive reaction. Cause angle, match but as, as well. you've mentioned before, you like cliche. You like people culminating their being at WrestleMania, and this plays right into your cliche handbook, does it not? Yeah, but I'm saying maybe the other matches beforehand were going to be stronger than the next two matches. So the fans in attendance are thinking, right, we've already had our big moments. Now we're just watching, like you say, the the, the two title matches. I mean, the Batista-Triple H match will be interesting. We've got a feud going into yeah, it. Yeah, but also, will there be a cash-in immediately? I mean, it's in a bank contract to use his life wisely, you know. Both men are going to put on a brilliant match and beat each other down. He yeah, could come out and capitalise. Yeah, but then again, Edge is not 100%. It was sort of punishment he took early on in the night. So, But it was early on in the night. I know, we might see. We never uh, you know, know Dean happened. Ambrose recovered Dean from Ambrose it and won the title. Oh, no. I think the fans don't care about John Cena and Batista more than they care about they would Austin, rather... Hogan's and... and yeah, uh, Michael's and Angle. That's WWE's but problem, do you think not that, building stuff. Do you think they're more in limbo that they'd rather... Bradshaw lose, then John Cena win. Yeah, I think so in this one, yeah. I think with John Cena, they're not expecting him to go on another reign like Bradshaw did. That's what Cena does now. He basically holds on to the WWE title for the next two years. But we'll see what happens. Bradshaw's already a bit bruised and beaten by the looks of things. Cena's going to start up. I mean, what, who are you going for in this one then, Dan? I'm going for John Cena. You know, it is the culmination of his being. He's been through the mill you know he's in his third year and yeah he just deserves it now it's, yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, I love the idea I, I understand one of your reasonings 
picking WrestleMania 21 as well. Very clever. I knew you thought I wouldn't notice it, but this year of all years, John Cena's 16th title reign, of course you want us to watch his first title win, Dan. I mean, well done to you, you see? So it all just figures in, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. I can't believe you planned it. You planned it well. And again, you know, all the talent, your favourite match thrown in there as well. You know, I'm just the gift that keeps yeah. on giving. Yes, I mean, no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen the card, but why don't you watch WrestleMania 21 first and then listen to us over the commentary as well? I mean, that's, that's what I'd do. Well, so listen to, yeah, listen to us on the commentary. Fuck it. So in 12 years, John Cena has had 16 title reigns. Yes. So that's more than one a year. That's like nearly one and a half a that, year. That's a better record than what Ric Flair had, yeah. Woo! With Ric Flair, I thought you are going to woo again. With Ric Flair, it took him about 20, 24 years to get it. Oh, and in the early going, both men trying to run the ropes with a little bit of a surprise. And we see all the confetti and the uh, everything that fell down during JBL's entrance dotted over the ring. And JBL with just one big boot. It's taken over. Now he hits a neck breaker. Oh, a lovely swinging neck breaker there by JB. I mean, what do you think of JB? We've not really seen too many of his matches. I think we've seen more of the APA than we have oh. of Bradshaw. At this point in time, I fucking hated JBL. I fucking hated him. Because you went from WrestleMania <laughs> 20 of having Guerrero, Angle, Lesnar, Goldberg and all them lot to the, the next couple of months... Goldberg, Lesnar fucking off. Angle being injured. So you had a JBL Guerrero feud, which JBL won the title with. Can I just also say, you know, I'm just throwing another little surprise in there, which you may not have noticed, but it was quite a subtle hint. Who did John Cena F you? Teddy Long, general yeah. manager. <laughs> Who's inducting in, him into the Hall of Fame? The man who is fighting for <laughs> Teddy Long because he F you'd. John Cena. Of course, and John time. Cena is inducting Kurt Angle to the Hall of Fame match for earlier, so it's all just coming together. Just, but um, just, anyway, just hatred for JBL. Yeah, he didn't deserve the spot. He was an he was an adequate tag team wrestler. They tried to go with a kind of face JBL in 2002, and it was just crap. And then they decided to make him champion. I mean, yeah, probably one of the all guys wanted to stick around, but he was no world champion. And now he's the longest reigning world champion in SmackDown history. That's what happens when you get it wrong. It's like the Honky Tonk Man being the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. What? Why? Why do you do it? Yeah. JBL has been in control of this match. Can Cena get out of it, Dan? Super Cena, isn't it? <laughs> and feet to the face takes JBL back a few steps, but he catches him with a spinebuster and he's showing John Cena he's not one to be messed with. I know the look of disgust on JBL's face. Looking down on Cena, I tell you what, he might have been the least best. Uh, I mean. The way his defences went, JBL, is always disqualifications or outside interference. He never won a match. Kevin Owens. I, you could say that. But do you not think, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't argue that, could you? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> At least he wasn't longest reigning unit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> JBL now kicking Cena down. Going to make an example of this young pup. But is it firing Cena up? Oh, no. Cena got poked in the eye, maybe. But, no, do you not, do you not think John C- um, <coughs> do you not think JBL deserved the title run, though? No, not at all. There was other people that they could have gone with, younger talent as well, maybe, taking a chance on them. But they didn't. They went with the old, reliable JBL, friend of you know. Uh, it, it, and he's still got a job to this day as well. So, 
all fair play to him. If you can get in that position, do it, you know? But when you had JBL and Triple H dominating the world title scene, it made for pretty depressing viewing, you know? Oh, and JBL with a short arm clothesline there, maybe finishing off Cena, but Cena using the bottom rope as a save. Save. Well, like you say, Cena needing the rope, or is he just saving his energy for later on in the match? Need to... Uh, Kick out. Ah, we'll soon see. We'll see. Well, he's actually. Yeah, I mean, the action will hot up in a minute. JBL now focusing on Cena's back. Oh, he's got him in a dreaded sleep hold now. JBL. That should buy five minutes of time. Exactly. He wants to put John Cena down. John Cena fighting that, trying to fight out though. I d- I'm going to make a statement now. I know I talk about overall ratings, but I think WrestleMania 21. Is like me on a night out sometimes when I have a couple of drinks too early. You and peaked, peaked too soon. <laughs> yeah, and I peaked too soon. I think with this one, I think we've peaked too soon. Do you not think like you know this match, as it might have done in traditional times, you know, featured a bit earlier on the card, and you know maybe be replaced by Orton Undertaker, yeah. you know, Most, or yeah, uh, the, the, the mistake exactly you should have been switched around a little bit so you didn't have these two matches back to back. Especially two young guys as well, because you don't know if the fans are going to get older. Yeah, Just, you know, have and the have the know, two potential title changes. Yeah, have the Hogan uh, thing happen after this match. Do you know what I mean? Or, or, or change around some of the segments. Yeah, uh, but it's still a great WrestleMania. But the thing is, it's all about egos, isn't it? The WWE title have to be in the main event, wanting to be in the main event as well. Uh, and they, you know, the biggest mistake they made at WrestleMania was WrestleMania twenty five when they didn't have Undertaker Michaels in the main event because yeah. they thought the W title match was too important. But hopefully they've learnt from their mistakes now and they know how to kind of pace out of WrestleMania. Yeah. But we know we we were not we weren't gonna match the action. No matter what happened with the angle Michaels match, you weren't gonna match what happened in that with anything else on nah. the card. Oh yeah. no, you know, you're not gonna get another a1 wrestling match. Yeah, like exactly. That. I mean, Guerrero Mysterio, you know... Started off the show really strong. If they had a little bit more time as well, like I say, they can rival these two. But with JBL and Cena, this is just going to be a, a standard match. But can Cena withstand the punishment in this match? Oh, you know, I don't think Cena's good enough to have the type of matches he could have with wrestlers nowadays. Yeah. You know, he's not, as we say, he's only three years into... WWE, so you know. Well, Cena had good. Still green. Cena had a good gimmick match with JBL. Like I say, if it was like a, a last man standing, could even had one against Great Carly and Bobby Lashley. So if it's if it's gimmicks onto it, I think Cena did well to a point, and then he took over and he's like, right now I'm gonna be the wrestler that I can be. But I think JBL couldn't work either. You know, you needed someone good to kind of lead him through, because at the moment it's JBL kind of calling this match as we go, throwing Cena to the outside, hitting net break, and then just been in control. Well, do you think Cena would have had a better match against Triple H? I think yes, and I think he did. I think the following WrestleMania, do you think uh, Cena-Triple H WrestleMania 22 is a better match than these two matches we've seen? You know, because we actually did see that, didn't we? Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I don't think it was as good as uh, Cena-Michaels in the WrestleMania after. Yeah, well, yeah, indeed. You know, Michaels was there to help Cena, and that was a, a great match. I'm sure Michaels leading the action as it was. Yeah. It's so good, and uh, I, I think... With Triple H Batista, it's more of an ego thing. I think with Cena, you could have put like Kurt Angle as champion and had him lose there. You know what I mean? You could have Eddie Guerrero or someone like that. You know, he could have had a good match, but they decided. But then they would give Cena a chance throughout the next. I mean, God knows how many different opponents he's had at WrestleMania since then. You know. 
John Cena feeling it. Oh, planting JBL going for the five knuckle shuffle, perhaps. Well, this is the biggest match of John Cena's career at this point in time. It is, yeah. And he is going can't for the. Can't see me. He's <laughs> going for the. Can't see me. Pow! Right to the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cena doing. He was doing Orton's taunt then, wasn't he? Yeah. And maybe it took too long. JBL boot to the face. Oh, Cena ducks it. Picks up JBL. JBL was going for the clothesline from hell. He's in trouble now. Oh, hits the FU. And, and the match is over. Fucking there we go. John Cena. That's not bad. With his first ever heavyweight championship. Yeah, the fans happy that JBL's reign is over. Huge moment for John Cena here. You know, like I say, it changed and his career. It changed the heavyweight championship, uh, the WWE championship as well, yeah. forever. And it changed WWE forever. Yeah, no I mean, one... you know, for the next... How many years was that spin about? I know it was a solid belt for a while after, but, well, you know. It, it, exactly, years of the design of it until the eventually changed. Because it was the next night on Raw, wasn't it, that he come out with the title? Yeah, but even bigger than that, Dan, even bigger than the spinner title belt, was the fact that John Cena changed the WWE. As we see him celebrate with the fans here, no one has been bigger or oh, better yeah, no. for the past 12 this, years. Yeah, as I said before, you know, this was the changing point. I know, you know, these John Cena was at WrestleMania last year, so was Orton, so was Batista, but, you know, this was the culmination of ushering to the new era. Yeah, most of this is the new era starting off here and what we've nearly come to an end to now, really, with Van Orton and John Cena and people like that. But like we say, this is 12 years ago and, yeah, first of 16 title reigns for John Cena. I mean, we could uh, we could complain about the match, but what do you think of it, Dan? Compared to what we've seen tonight, it was very tame. But, you know, not just for the match quality. You know, what this meant for WWE. You know, he is... This is the first time he is the face that runs the place. Yeah. And the champ is here. Well, I think more importantly, like, let's talk about the quality of the match. But we don't... Yeah. We, Gone the quality of the match. I mean, it it wasn't the best, <laughs> but I don't think we focus on the quality. We we don't focus on the match. We focus on the moment. With yeah. John Cena winning it, and I think that's the important thing to look at here. Like I say, wasn't the best, but the fact of John Cena winning the first title and what it did to WWE did change history. And talk about changing history, the Hall of Fame, the people that went into it. Of course, Bob Orton was seeing. We know Roddy Piper went in. Who else went in? Dan Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik. And here's the man who first come out with the jabroni. He did, indeed. I mean, the Hall of Fame was started ages ago by WWE, but started being used at WrestleMania from WrestleMania 20. Paul Mr. Orndorff. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. And we know he was going to replace Andre Giant if he couldn't make it at WrestleMania 3. Mouth of the South, the heart. Yes, Jimmy the heart. Hall of Fame. Jimmy Hart, you love Jimmy Hart, Dan. I do. He was a brilliant manager. If I could have anyone as my manager... It would have been Jimmy Hart. Well, and Bobby the Brain. Bobby the Brain would probably be my and one. Yeah, Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman. It wasn't Roddy Piper. That was the main event of that. Well, it was Hulk Hogan. For, hang on, for me, Roddy Piper was the main yeah. event going into the Hall of Fame. But for you, Dan. But for me, he was the headline act introduced by none other than Sylvester Stallone. Yes, yeah, so Hulk Hogan. Say hello to my little friend. So Hulk Hogan got inducted by Sylvester Stallone. And Hulk Hogan, big boots, his Hall of Fame ring, leg drop on it. One, two, do you three. Think, 
do you think that was the best Hall of Fame class that we've had, Dan? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can't really argue, can you? Iron Sheik, former champion, Roddy Piper, Hogan. Cowboy Bubble and the father of greatness. The main event of WrestleMania 1 as well, you know, Mr. Wonderful Paul. And his son going into main event, the latest WrestleMania exactly. as well. Exactly. And Mean Gene Oakland announced Because he won the Royal Rumble, right, which I correctly right. called. And Mean Gene Oakland, of course, his voice calling out all these legends. And they are all legends, Can we Dan. listen to Mean Gene, please? Uh, well, here comes the main event. Of the Hall of Fame making his second appearance here tonight. It's so Cowboy Bubble in and so is Ruddy Ruddy Piper. He's been stunned tonight and he's made his way out here, man. He's got guts. I Austin comes out and stunners them all. Da, 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 da. Fuck Bob Orton. So it is main event time for WrestleMania 21 for the World Heavyweight title. It is Batista going against the champion, Triple H. Let's have a look at the promo. Ever since I joined Evolution, Raw has been about one man, Triple H. This is Evolution. My thought, my heart, my sweat, my blood made this what it is today. It didn't bother me. I never minded, but things change. I put this group together for a reason. And Triple H does not give a damn about you. Hi there, Triple H. Can I help Batista there? All he cares about is that world title. Triple H has made you special. When he's ready to step down, you be the man. Now, when Randy Orton won the World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam last year, it was all about Triple H. Orton made a choice to take my World Heavyweight Championship. When I won Royal Rumble, Batista will be the main event at WrestleMania was still all about Triple H. I gave you guidance, I gave you direction, and I made you the animal that I see standing in this ring today. I had to make a decision. Go to SmackDown and leave Raw all to Triple H. Sometimes Dave is not smart enough to know what's good for him. Batista needs to do what's right for evolution. And what's right for Batista is for him to go to SmackDown. Hunter, I've known what I was going to do for a long time. I'm staying right here on Raw. Not WrestleMania, I'm taking the World Championship from you. You see, Batista, you were like a brother to me. And when you turned on me, I was very angry. That mean streak of Triple H, one of the most cold and calculating competitors I've ever seen in my entire career. It's all about the game and how you play it. Quote a game, got played. When you have an animal and you raise it and it turns around and it bites the hand that feeds it, then it's time to make a difficult decision. Batista, I will not hesitate. I'm bigger. There will be no remorse. I'm better. No regrets. At WrestleMania 21. At WrestleMania 21. I will beat you. Your ass is mine. officially become the man. I will put the animal down. Batista will come for the world title against the game at WrestleMania 21.
So, James, what did you think of the build-up to that match? I think it has been one of the best build-ups and stories that we've had in WWE for quite a while. Yes, they did uh, mess up the Randy Orton turn from Evolution, but this one, they did even better with it because the animal Batista, you know, Triple H, we see in the feud thinking he can outsmart Batista, thinking he's not that tough, he's just there for muscle. And Batista, in the end, outsmarting Triple H, deciding to stay with Raw because he won the Raw Rumble, like we said at the Rumble 2005, fighting Triple H at WrestleMania. And, you know, Triple H has, Batista's had Triple H's back for the past couple of years now. Evolution's been dominant, and now it all comes to an end, you know, so I think it's been really good. I mean, what have you thought of it? Yeah, you know, it's it's been played out really well. Triple H, he does have a good storyline character. You know, he can tell a real good story. And, you know, he's done it once again with Batista. He's, you know, as you said, he's tried to outsmart Batista, saying he's only the animal and the animal's going to get put down. And Batista overheard what Triple H was yeah. saying to Flair, saying, you know, Dave doesn't know his place. Batista needs to be taught a lesson. And, you know, that may be help sway Batista in going to Raw and, you know, staying with Raw and going for Triple H and his title. And, of course, the classic, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. Triple H did that to Randy Orton the night after SummerSlam. And, of course, with Batista with a contract signing as well, the thumbs up, thumbs down, putting Triple H through the uh, contract signing table. Of course, contract signings never end the way they want to. Uh, Triple H coming out with Motorhead. Uh, I'll tell you what, Motorhead singing you out. It is a cool entrance, isn't it? You, you know? It is indeed, yeah, you know, And as far as entrances go, Triple H loves his extravagant WrestleMania entrances. And this, you know, this one's up there as well. I played him out at WrestleMania 17. Yeah. So, so second you know, time, but I don't know. Again, they might have played him out. Triple H with the entrances he has had. Is it a problem having a cooler entrance than the so-called good guy? No, you know, it's Triple H and it is sad a variation of this or, you know, this entrance for a while yeah, now. And, you know, it does make sense for him. Yeah, but then the other guy just walks down to the ring. You know, he's like, oh, okay. They spent the money on your entrance. <laughs> okay, Len. Yeah, they get a certain budget per match and Lemmy took all this budget. Yeah, exactly. We are both ahead. I think there's more wooing going on than anything else. And Batista not getting a bad reaction either because he's not been made to look weak yet, I suppose. You know what I mean? They've kept Batista strong. He's he's been the animal, a bit like Roman Reigns, the kind of protection yeah. and the evolution, not being pinned that much, getting a few records and such like, winning the Royal Rumble in a hilarious fashion the way he did. Well, it's you know I think the best moment from that Rumble is Vince McMahon's. Yeah, most definitely. But what injuries did he do to himself? He tore both his quads as he walked, uh, got into the ring, yeah. and hit him on the sides. <laughs> Uh, I'm not quite sure what happened, but yeah, you know, he did deliver his speech sitting down, which, you know, for an owner of a company to be sat on his ass is not a good thing. But, you know, he's had his head shoved in the big show's ass, yeah, exactly. so he's not he's, one he's for humiliation. Worse, he, you know? uh, and the next WrestleMania, Vince would go on to face Shawn Michaels, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's... And Batista would miss it due to injury as well, unfortunately for him. But, I mean, Batista at the moment looks like a star, doesn't he? You know, he looks like yeah. he's, he's custom built to be a WWE superstar. He's here tonight in his biggest match of his career at this point in time. I mean, Batista would go on to be a multiple-time WWE champion as well. We're going to see what happens here. But do you think Triple H made a mistake in this one? Do you think this should have been a, a shorter match? I mean, we'll probably talk about it afterwards, but do you know what I mean? He's a bit like Goldberg. Maybe not as short, but like <laughs> a five, ten-minute match. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it shouldn't have been longed out, but... 
you know, his ego got in the way again when he wants to have the main event and he wants to have 25 minutes. You know, we, we saw it with Batista. We see what he did at WrestleMania 25 with Randy Orton as well. We saw what he did at WrestleMania 18 with Chris Jericho. It's just, no offense, but Triple H is not as good as he thinks he is. And he, he wrestles, like we talked about, with a better opponent as well. But with Batista, I think, yeah, like you talk about a 10-minute match in this one, I think would have been good enough. Triple H beating him up a little bit. Batista not showing too much damage. But again, you know, Triple H does have a habit of losing the main event to the next big guy. You know, he's done it to Reigns. He's done it. He's doing it to Batista. I know it's in different circumstances, but, you know, it's... You know, he, he, against Cena in the following year, WrestleMania's WrestleMania 22. Like I say, yes, but again, it doesn't always have to be him, doesn't it? You know, WWE's inability to build stars. You know, Triple H wants to come out and have matches as well. Like I said, past 20 years back and forth Triple H has been in a prominent match at Wrestlemania you know as he faces off against the animal tonight and the game is he backing off a little bit <laughs> is he getting a bit of a run up well, as the beast had the advantage over him like I say Triple H's name has been on the world title basically since Eric Bischoff awarded him that in September 2002 so the bell rings and the match gets underway who are you going for in this one Dan if you were holding it I'd say Batista you know it's again with similar to John Cena it's a bit of a culmination of his being, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, for Batista, like I said, he was going to have a great future as well. And even now, you know, the success he's had in movies and stuff, he, he could be happy. And it's all thanks to basically WWE. A guy who didn't start at the earliest of age, at the earliest age, you know, came through quite luckily, you know, in his late 20s being found. The Deacon Batista. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, he, he got his big break as Devon's sidekick and... You know, joined Air, Orton and Triple H to be part of Evolution and, you know, that kick-started his career. Exactly, and then it moves on from here and Triple H, you know, does help Batista's career out, don't get me wrong. And they would go on to have a good match in them. You know, the Hell in a Cell match that they would have is a good match, but again, like say, with gimmicks and stuff like this. But Triple H, you know, showing his cleverness, but Batista powering out and pushing Triple H to the other side of the ring. Showing him why he was the muscle of Evolution. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Evolution is gone now. Huge shoulder block there by Batista knocking Triple H down. And, of course, Triple H from Greenwich, Connecticut. Well, both men running the ropes. Triple H going for the pedigree early on. Batista power him out. Oh, powers Triple H up on a big power slam there. Showing who's the bigger dog. Grilla press slam. Batista whoo, hulking up. It's like he's a, he's a mountain of a man. Triple H, no small man either, Dan. No, he's not. He's not indeed. <laughs> and they trade blows. <coughs> Batista get the best of these blows. Triple H on the back elbow. Oh, but getting caught by Batista. By the throat, he chucks Triple H into the corner and starts working his midsection with some lefts and rights, followed up by a big elbow to the chin. Big knee sending Batista stumbling through the ropes, crashing to the mats below, but yeah. giving him a well-earned break. He is. Triple H managed to dodge that clothesline as well, and... Triple H trying to collect his fault. He's a cerebral assassin. He is, Dan. So he's thinking about everything in this match. And Ric Flair, the dirtiest player in the game, creeping up behind Batista, but the referee, Mike Kyoto, catching him. And now Batista's got his eyes locked at him, but he doesn't see Triple H coming from behind. Batista not seeing it, slamming Triple H's face into the steel steps, making his way back into the ring, trying to get this one by count out. Oh, can he get Batista out? No, Batista fighting in. Oh, Batista trying to make his way back in, but... Triple H stops him and 
just drops the knee to the back of the head and doesn't let Batista get properly into the ring. Getting in the referee's face, distracting him while Ric Flair chokes him with his coat and Batista's back gets rammed into the uh, barricade and then rammed into the ringside. Triple H throwing Batista back in the ring and then a big elbow to the back of the head. And now he's working the body part, isn't he, Dan? He's working the lower back of Batista there. Batista won't be able to hit the Batista bomb if his lower back is injured. Certainly not, though, James. Yeah. Triple H now go for the suplex. Oh, all that force going on to Batista's lower back there and Triple H trying to capitalise by getting the cover, but only a two. Two. Is Triple H slowly getting frustrated or does he know what it takes to beat the animal? And the referee's back's turned again and Ric Flair is work choking out Batista. Again. Well, Ric Flair, honestly, needs... It. I mean, I know he's got his manager's licence, but he should be out here with such high stakes. But then again, Batista should have known this. He's worked alongside Triple H. He should have picked up on this. Maybe he should have got someone in his corner. Or maybe he should have had an extra set of eyes installed in the back of his head so he could keep an eye on Ric Flair. And Triple H going outside, throwing Batista back in on him. Been in complete control, I would say, for about five minutes. Well, he's going to work on him in the ring. He does. He wants to put him down. Beat him, retain his World Heroic title. Triple H sees it as a, a sign of disrespect. You know, Orton and Batista both turning on the guy that, like you say, gave them the opportunity to be who they were. Seems coming out of the corner, fighting hard now with the right hands of Triple H. Oh, but a Triple H with a double A spine buster. Going for the cover. One, two. Yeah. And, oh, Batista managing to kick out. Oh, can't keep him down. Backbreaker by Triple H. Batista down. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Triple H with a kick to the midsection, going for the pedigree. But Batista powering out and a back body drop and dropping to his knees. Batista now back to his feet. Irish ripping Triple H, but Triple H again using Batista's momentum, hit me with the knee. Batista powering out of that one. Oh, throwing Triple H over to the other side of the ring and Triple H looking on in shock, perhaps. I think he is, you know. I think he underestimated the power of Batista and Triple H might need more help than just Vic Flair. What's Triple H going to do now? To the top? Triple H never goes to the top. He must be desperate. Has he never learnt from Ric Flair? Woo! That it doesn't work to go to the top. Well, maybe Triple H has better luck than Flair. No, he's waiting for Batista to get to his feet before he comes crashing down. But Batista catches him with a clothesline and sends Triple H down. Batista now giving Triple H shots to the head, an Irish whip, (laughs) and a side slam there. Going for the cover, but only a two. Two. Batista now coming back with the right hands, Irish whipping Triple H. Can he feel it? Can he feel the momentum changing? Triple H H makes the momentum change back into his favour by lifting the foot straight to Batista's chin and stopping the onslaught. And now Batista's in serious trouble. Triple H biding his time at the moment. He's gone for the pedigree twice. Batista's avoided that. Maybe, Twice. Maybe there might be another way to defeat the animal. Trying to Irish rip him into the corner, but Batista holding on. Too much power and throws Triple H with such force he sends him crashing to the outside of the ring. Oh, and on the outside, Triple H, Irish rip Batista, going shoulder first into the steps. Huge impact, and now Triple H breaking the stairs apart. He wants the bigger section. Is he going to try and... Pedigree Batista onto the still stairs. Well, those lower set of stairs weigh in excess of 300 pounds, Dan. And in English terms, that's about two and a half ton. It is. And now Triple H, like you said, Dan's got Triple H trying to pedigree Batista on the stairs. Oh, but Batista turning it round. And look at Triple H. He's in trouble with a slingshot. Goes to cut himself right now. And the move that doesn't work, but 
Batista with an extra bit of force there. And a slingshot, and we look at Triple H. Head first into the ring post, and he's busted wide open, oh man. God, that is a gusher. And Batista back in the ring, and now the momentum has turned, and Triple H is in serious trouble as he's becoming a crimson mask. James, man. the animal smells blood. He does indeed, and he's on the outside, and he grabs hold of his prey as he throws him in the ring. Batista proving that he actually walks alone. He does. He didn't walk into the ring. He grabbed the Triple H and he rammed him against the stairs. Oh, bounces his head off the ring steps there. Oh, second time. That impact must have third time. Oh. And Triple H is knocked for six. Batista rolling into the ring, breaking the count. He's going to kill Triple H. Well, Triple H is in serious trouble. I mean, we talk about an extinct animal. Nearly put out by Triple H now fighting back. And Triple H is bambi-legged and he's dropped to his knees. I think he knows the end is near. Well, he's bleeding all over the place. And Batista now grabbing hold of his head. (laughs) And he's going to give Triple H a couple of blows to the face for good measure. Oh, Ric Flair getting on the apron saying, don't do this to the game. Come on, man, he's had enough. Referee might stop this. Triple H unable to defend himself. And that is awful. Huge blows. And Batista now... Oh, kick to the back of the head sends Triple H to the mat. But Triple H, he's got heart. He won't stay down. He won't, especially with Flair in his corner as well. He's always got a way out of it. Drops of blood on the canvas. Oh, Triple H holding on and pleading with Batista. But Batista not giving in to Triple H's shenanigans and just following up with some heavy blows to the head. Fucking hell, those elbows have been vicious tonight. And a shoulder to the midsection for good measure. Batista gets his third Irish whip, follows up with a big clothesline <laughs> and turns Triple H inside out and he right. goes crashing to the mat. And he took his head off as well. And Batista not going for a pin. Nuh-uh. Well, that is a true crimson mask we're seeing now. And is Batista going to go for the end? No. Picks him up. A nice power slam there. British Bulldog would have been proud. Goes oh. for the cover, but only a two. Triple H not staying down. And Batista checking the refuge. Triple H... The veteran that he is, rolling on the outside, because Dan, we know he can't lose his title on the outside. Exactly that. And Ric Flair coming up from behind on Batista, but Batista's knocking him out with one hit. Oh, wait a minute. Triple H's got a steel chair. Is he going to try and end this match? Oh, no. Oh, fucking good (laughs) save by the ref. (laughs) He dives off the ring apron, grabs the chair, and just out of Triple H's way, and... Brilliant catch by the ref. It was. That was fantastic. It's referee taking himself out now, though, because Batista, Triple H in the ring, and Ric Flair is busy on the outside. Oh, he's got the title. Goes in to try and hit Batista from behind, but he gets hit with a Triple H spinebuster who copied it off double A. Oh, but Triple H, he's got that world title. Ric Flair brought in the ring. Batista's back is turned. Oh, he has no idea. I think the referee's still down as well. Oh, the referee's back in now, checking on Flair. Oh... Triple H with a shot to the face with the title. And Triple H going for the cover. He's going to retain it. Oh, not like this, Triple H. One, two. two. Oh, Batista kicking out. Quite incredible. Not many people could take a shot to the face like that and get back up again. Oh, Triple H back to his feet. He can't believe what's going on. Batista with a spine buster for Triple H. And he's psyching himself up now. Could this be the end of the game's title run? I think it is. Batista putting him in position. 
No. Oh, Triple H <laughs> getting out of it and a big low blow. A good selling by Batista. That would go the lowest of the low. Triple H. Triple H, though, he's been taught by the dirtiest player in the game, so, you know, he's got a few tricks up his sleeve. He has no shirt on, James, so I know he has no sleeves. Exactly, and now he's put Batista in the position for the pedigree. Oh, locks his hands. Oh. But Batista refusing. Oh, my God. Can he fight his way out of Triple H's death grip? Oh, my word. No one's ever done this before. Not in that position. Fall out of the pedigree. Oh, no. Triple H not getting the backslide. Oh. Gets dropped in a suplex type manner. And that was a variation of uh, just a slam of salt. But Batista now channeling his inner ultimate warrior. Shaking the ring ropes. Thumbs up. Well, thumbs up for Triple H. What's going to happen next? Thumbs down. And the game might be kissing his world title goodbye. James, it's going to be game over. Batista. Boom. One, two, three. There we go. And new heavyweight champion, Batista. Fair play to Batista. And I'll tell you what, I was uh, ragging the match a little bit. I mean, yes, it was too long, but in the end, it wasn't too bad, was it? It wasn't, no, you know. Even though the odds were stacked firmly in Triple H's favour with the help of Ric Flair, with the title shot, with the low blow, Batista still overcome everything and in true babyface <coughs> baby fashion won the title against the odds. Yeah, most definitely, you know. And uh, I would have had, like I say, the opening five minutes of the match, the last five minutes of the match, it would have been great. But like we say, another new World Heavyweight Champion here tonight, you know, Batista Cena, Batista and Cena winning it on the same night. Batista in the main event of WrestleMania. Been told by referee, don't go up to the second rope yet because that would be the last shot that we do. And now he's looking at Triple H with the world title in hand. And Batista has outsmarted and beaten the game here tonight and here in the course of their feud, which doesn't happen to Triple H. The game looking on with fear. Well, the game put everything he had into the match. You know, he come away with a crimson mask. Triple H there getting helped out by his friend Ric Flair. We're finally going to the corner to celebrate his victory in his first ever heavyweight championship. I know. And the fireworks go off as well as Batista celebrates. And you have a go at me for liking the cliche. Batista wins the Royal Rumble, goes to the main event at WrestleMania, beats Triple H. And now we see all the fireworks and this stuff. And we can look forward to Batista's world title reign. You know, sometimes it's only a good thing that comes from it. But we've seen tonight, we've had loads of good things. As we get the, the closing promo video, as it was, we'll talk about the event. Dan, I know it was your WrestleMania pick. Uh, what else can you say about the event? and What's your rating? The matches, you know, the first five, four or five matches, you know, picked. The end, you know, again, the last match was a bit too much. I think, you know, they should have changed the order of the card around a bit. But, you know, overall, I'll give it, an eight and three quarters. Not quite a nine, but better than an eight and a half. Well, I t- I tell you what, I'll tell you what I think of the cards to begin with, because it was a complete shock to me, wasn't it? I didn't know what we were going to... Uh, no, I had no preparation for it. Luckily, I know WrestleMania 21 quite well anyway. So it's, it's one of those manias, I think, along with WrestleMania 22, quite good little bookends for each other, because small arenas, great crowds, you know, especially Los Angeles here. Uh, but you talk about the card overall. 
you, you can't beat the, the Shawn Michaels uh, Kurt Angle match. It, it was the best thing in the world. You know, <laughs> it's like there's not many things that are better than that. But I forgot how good the Money in the Bank ladder match was as well. I, I enjoyed it so much. The Guerrero Mysterio match over time has improved, even though it's not as good as their classics. It's still a good match, you know. Um, I say the, the the sumo stuff and the the Piper's Pit with WrestleMania, right? Even if it is four hours long, I don't mind a bit of that because I know there's no ad breaks. But you know when yeah. like WrestleMania, you can maybe go to toilet, you know, have a little something to eat, little break, whatever. And I think that's always good to have. And overall, for a surprise, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it, it's what, I'll give it the same as you, eight and three quarters as well, because it's one of those WrestleManias that you forget about. Yeah. And the the importance of it and the match quality on there as well is one of these WrestleManias that are really enjoyable, and they don't make WrestleManias like this anymore. <laughs> you know, like, but it we... is up there with the greatest of WrestleManias. You harped on a lot about WrestleMania 17. Yeah, but I doubt, you know, WrestleMania 17 is the best WrestleMania. WrestleMania 21 does rank up there. I think one day we will do our overall list of WrestleManias, you know. Uh, rank and, every single WrestleMania in yeah. order of what we think it is. Exactly. I mean, you know, but the, the thing is, well, because WrestleMania 3, it's not just about how good a WrestleMania it was. It's what the importance of it. The same kind of thing with WrestleMania 21 with a Cena and Batista title wins, you know, and throw in an angle, Shawn Michaels match. A bit like the Steamboat, Macho Man match. At WrestleMania 3, it's just a cherry on top of it because that overall presentation, you know. Yeah. This um, is this match wasn't even for a title. It was just a yeah. grudge match. But it's it's good. For me, it's good nighttime viewing. Like I say, WrestleMania 3 was more like a whole day experience. For me, this is like, like we dead put on the evening and then you can enjoy it. You as can't get bored on. of it. No, exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's fun no matter what happens, you know. And even though there's a couple of down moments in matches, it doesn't matter because that... Uh, you know, is exciting, even though we've seen futures of the past, uh, the stars of the past, like Piper, Austin, Hogan, you've seen Batista and Cena and Orton, who are going to go carry it on for the next 10 years as well. So, good choice, Dan. We'll try again next year <laughs> with WrestleManias. Uh, but until then, don't forget, we have got so much coming up on the WNR podcast. Next weekend, it is WrestleMania weekend. You've got the Hall of Fame on Friday. You've got NXT TakeOver on Saturday. And you've got WrestleMania 33 on the Sunday. What we're doing for that one, we'll have the Hall of Fame special going up on Thursday and Friday, looking at all the inductees into the Hall of Fame. And of course, then on Saturday, we'll have NXT uh, update and the WNR, well, the WWE Network Review, like we're calling it now, with 205 Catch-Up, coming up to date with all the news that we're having. And then WrestleMania 33... We're going to be releasing that a couple of days after the event comes out. Takeover as well will come out a couple of weeks after that. And then, of course, the Grand of the Mall, the WNR 100 on May the 4th, uh, which is going to be huge. May the, the 4th be with you. Yeah. A couple of little points. Just like to thank everybody. Got 5,000 followers on Twitter now. Thanks for all the support. We've had a couple of great shout outs. Just listening figures alone. We have doubled, basically, what we had in last March, which is thanks to everybody here. Jared, you just confirm it to all of us. Uh, we're really looking forward to having you with us as we go towards WrestleMania, the WNR 100, and then, of course, the future, you know, Montreal Screwjob and everything like that coming up. 
But as long as we're enjoying it, as long as you're enjoying it, please let us know and contact us. We're everywhere. We're on Twitter, at WW Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're on Facebook as well. Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review, or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. We're across all the Google platforms as well. Gmail, the WWE Network Review. You can send us an email, the WNRpodcast at gmail.com and YouTube. There's numerous ways you can listen to us. We're on SoundCloud. Oh, on your phone. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. You can download, listen, rate, and review there. But thanks for listening, everybody. I have been James Rollins, and as always, I've been joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.